And we are live. Welcome, everybody, to Hot Takes, a vaporwave talk show featuring myself, Young Shiro, and Skeleton Lipstick, my best buddy. Hey, thanks, best buddy. Appreciate that. Thank you so much for being here, everybody. We got a lot of fresh faces in the chat, along with some regular, degular viewers. Uh, We want to remind everybody that the top priority at all times is the questions and uh, argument topics and debate topics that you have for our guest, 3D Blast, Vaporwave DJ, artist, and internet personality. Uh, 3D Blast has agreed to join us tonight. And if you what a lovely thing. Very lovely. If you've ever been online, if you've ever listened to Vaporwave, or if you know anything about DJing or the the streaming movement that, that has been uh, all the rage in the last couple of years, you've, you've inevitably seen or heard their work. So we're very excited to have them here tonight. Yeah, please keep absolutely. Us, Wonderful please. producer, hilarious human being, charismatic as fuck. If you don't know 3D I, I would Blast, kill to have get 3D to Blast energy. Get to know this. Get to know. Get get on that blast wave. But I'm pretty sure everybody in the chat probably already does. But maybe if you're watching on YouTube or Spotify or whatever, let's let like don't get left behind. You know, be part, everybody be part, keep be part in of mind the Henri wave. If if you're if, if I love that you guys are filling the chat up with emotes. Those those float across the screen. Um, and then, of course, if you if anybody's too loud or too quiet, if music's too loud, too quiet, it's probably a little too loud right now. Please let us know. Keep us in the loop. And finally, before we go into Skeleton Lipstick's recommendations of the night, if you feel so led, you can type in the chat, exclamation point, donate, and you can slip us a little donation if, the, um, if you enjoy hot takes. And if you want to invite a friend or tweet or post about us, all that love really goes a long way, and we appreciate you from the bottom of our hearts. Let's kick the night off with some recommendations from Skeleton Lipstick. Okay, first thing I am going to recommend is this new compilation on Global Pattern called Deserts, Mirages, and Oasis. It is sort of a theme vaporwave, slush wave album, a solar punk sort of album too, uh, based around the concept of deserts. Um, you know, the idea of the effects of global warming, the idea of the effects of, uh, you know, ad- adaptation to living in the deserts, just any way of interpreting the concept of desert, whether that be from a social point of view, political point of view, or a dreamlike point of view. And there's some really interesting... Oh, and Lux has posted the link for it. Shout out, Lux. The link. Uh, yeah, it's a really, really engaging compilation of uh, some very interesting sounds and artists, and um, there's a really cool track on here that uh, I really liked by uh, Croy Baker called "Leave No Trace," which was very interesting, um, interesting comp- interesting work of uh, synthesis and and and, uh, and and sonic textures. But also, is a really great. I mean, all the tracks are really great. But then I also really enjoyed this neon orange song, "Secret Water Map." It's just a really interesting journey. Um, and it was an interesting concept album, and I really enjoyed it, and I really liked the the trip that it, it brought me along, and I highly recommend it. And I think you guys will like it a lot. It's just I'm always interested in new ways of uh, interpreting the visual world through music, and Absolutely. this was a fun one. And I, it's something that you can really nicely get lost in. You know, the idea of a mirage in general, the idea of... Um, we love you know, being in this album. world where everything is sort of 
initially appears blank and barren as a desert might from you know from a, from a superficial point of view but the deeper that you look into it the more it's filled with with either life or death and um, also it's a blank canvas at the end of the day to sort of uh, impose your perceptions upon and so I thought that was a fun idea for a compilation album so I do, I do recommend that uh, another album that I want to recommend is hold on a second let me pull it up again let me see if I can I'm trying to get the link in the chat Hey, anything you could do to boost your volume levels while you're at it? You went quiet uh, again. I'm low again? I wasn't low a minute yeah. ago. You sure weren't. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't think so. It is what it is. I, I've got you as high up as I can on my end. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I thought I wasn't I just fine a minute ago? You were, but I hey, didn't mean to cut you off. Don't worry. I, I got it on my end. Uh, no, so there's this new album. I people to hear you is all. Yeah. Um, am I sounding okay in the chat? You guys can hear me? No? Yes? What? Uh, I think I got you. I think I got you where I need you to be. Anyways, didn't mean to cut you off there, buddy. No, no, not at all. Not at all. So there's a new album or newish album by uh, Vaporwave uh, slash Wave artist Illusionary. Um, Illusionary. And I can't really pronounce the name of the album because it is in Japanese characters, but it's a really, really fascinating, uh, I guess, slush wave album that I really enjoyed a lot. Um, basically, it's just a... a you know, the thing about a lot of slush wave is, uh, and it, with any genre that has a specific, or with any subgenre that has a specific sound, is sometimes it does get difficult to surprise people with what you're going to expect. You're always going to like it, you know what I mean? If you're into the, that sound, then you'll always find it comforting and you'll always enjoy it. But it is sometimes difficult to surprise people when there's sort of an established way of doing something or an established Very true. for it. And I thought this one did a really nice job at taking it in some interesting directions. There's a lot of really cool melody patterns that are uh, sort of explored. There it is. That are explored in the, nice. in, the um, in the samples. And it's a really cool tape, too. The tape itself, which I really wanted to buy, but I believe is sold out, has just a wonderful art design for it and a wonderful art direction for it. And just listening to it does kind of put me in this uh, mood of being in some sort of world that is kind of being puppeteered by a, a higher being um something moving pieces around me that i can't see but i know is there and that's kind of the interesting thing about really good slush wave is the the movement of the of the swirling patterns and the, the control that is kind of being felt around you it, what what initially kind of feels like a whirlpool or a, a or you know that's sort of just melt You with us? Hey, man. I think we lost you. Which is unfortunate because I was getting a, a beautiful image in my head of, of your descriptors there. If you can hear or see me, you should probably leave the Discord and come back. Because you got sucked. <laughs> Thanks, Quiz. You got sucked into that whirlpool you were just describing. <laughs> um, everybody, we appreciate your patience while the good doctor reboots his... Um, Oh wait a minute! I think you got me. Back. You got me. Yeah, yeah, you're back. You were talking yeah. about. I, I love how discreet. Oh, so with your, your. Oh no. Keep it rolling. Really good album that is working with flanges and phases. He got slushed out. Phasers and reverbs to create that sound texture. It's like it should initially sound like, um, kind of like it's just like you're you're stuck in a whirlpool and there's just, there's no code to it. There's no control over it. But this is the, something that 
you can really feel the you know meticulous movement of the world around you and that's why i really enjoyed this album it's a good one i highly recommend it check it out by illusionary and the last thing i'll recommend is i just got this vinyl and it's a great album by our buddy uh oh, wizard, of loneliness. wizard of loneliness yeah last words what a guy. fun album you know the thing about uh about colin in general is he has like oh he's such a character but he has such like a varied taste in music and he's got uh, a lot of a lot of things I think that influence him that he doesn't often have a, a chance to express in some of his other albums, and he certainly does very with true. this one. He certainly does explore, um, you know, a very personal side of himself and a little bit of a darker side of himself because you know, like Colin's got that like goth streak in him, and oh, yeah. it's fun to see well, him explore that in this album. Mentioned he loves metal music. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I saw he was wearing the "Man Is the Bastard" T-shirt. Yeah, at the, yeah, at the tape swap. Tape swap, and I saw him and that's great. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, highly recommend if you have. I think a lot of people have probably checked out that album by now that list, that come to this chat. But if you haven't, check it out now. It is on vinyl, and it's uh, a very fun little study into the uh, the sort of the the darker Talk about fun or internet more personalities. Sort of like a nice exploration into the more melancholic, pensive side of Colin. And yeah, absolutely. Well, happy early birthday, Wizard of Loneliness. Wait, Wizard of Loneliness? What's happening right now? Is it Quiz or so, Wiz's birthday? Apparently, oh. uh, if I'm reading this correctly, oh, quiz. Lux, yeah, Quiz, quiz and A. Greg all share a birthday. Or, or am I, did I read that a. wrong? A. Greg, Quiz, and, and Lux all have the same Really? Wow. Yeah, well, unbelievable. Um, someone correct Amazing. me if I misread that. Also, I guess this pop filter is low. It's making it to where people can't hear me. Oh, no, A. Greg I says hear you I, fine. Mis- I misread that. Okay, y'all can just correct me in good. the chat. I just have to say, I love the fact that anytime I describe music with my recommendations, I always try to like compare the music to something that somebody might have as like a frame of reference, or I just like reference genre names and buzzwords. And you always paint a picture of where the music transports you, or like the visual image you get in your head when you listen to the music. I think that's super well, cool. Oh, thank you. I think what you do is super cool. I, I mean, I think that there's just there's different ways to describe music and make recommendations, and and uh, I, I think it's I think it's great that we both do it in different ways. Hundred percent. At the end of the day, I think one of the most beautiful things about our scene is the ability to paint pictures with like sometimes no words whatsoever. Not that all vaporwave is necessarily instrumental, but that music that's so evocative that it literally transports you to another realm with absolutely no influence from any sort of like lyrics to me is just the coolest thing Mm, mm. and uh with that being said i want to go ahead and drop a hot one and it's a kind of a two-parter i want to talk about um attending vaporwave shows or just diy like independent shows in general and this may come from a, a place of privilege but i feel like it is customary when you attend a show and even if you're friends with the people that are performing that you pay your dues so that your friends can get paid i've i mean everyone likes to be on a guest list everyone likes to be like a plus one i've been a plus one right and i appreciate it um anytime that i was but at the end of the day it's we're we're in a diy scene with a lot of working class people that oftentimes travel to play shows at a loss or just breaking even really just for fun and and anytime you go out of your your way first of all thank you for all of you that go out of your way to attend those shows your support is is incredibly meaningful but i've just been in a couple spaces where i feel like i don't know i 
don't mind paying five or ten dollars at the door to make sure that my friends get paid. Um, I don't think that's such a crazy concept. And and I, I always try to, of course, buy a drink or two. Sometimes people get paid based on the drink sales. Even I know some people like I want to say former guest uh, Groovy Kaiju told me one time, uh, you know, Groovy doesn't drink. Uh, and it's not a secret. And he'll he'll buy a drink anyways. And just to make sure that, like, you know, he does his part to make sure people get paid. I think that's honorable. And if you can, I think you should. And I also want to say to these all the to these venues out here, right, that take a chance on on our scene, right, and our our off the wall kind of left field performance. Anytime you're in one of these spaces and something about the way that they operate doesn't sit right with you, like if they're not giving away water like they should, or they don't have their AC on, or they're operating in a fashion where there's just too many people, they're way past capacity, and they don't seem to have any regard for the safety or comfort level of their their clients, right, the attendees. I don't know. Maybe this is a wild one, but I think we, we need to, like, start making some sort of a short list of these venues that aren't really doing right by their clientele, if you know what I mean, because I've been hearing a lot of things, and I'm not going to drop any names about just various venues that really just mistreat the people that, that, that come to their shows, and that just doesn't sit right with me. Anyways, I know that was a little all over the place, but what do you what do you think about those two statements? Uh, yeah, I always uh, absolutely, you know, pay the cover because that helps support everybody. It's important. Um, it makes these things work. It helps your friends who have traveled from far away to play the to play their show to support the venue to continue to produce those general. Yeah, I think that should be. A thing, and that's that's always an issue. True, and that's an issue with dance parties too. People really do like to be on the guests, and it's just like, oh, yeah, man, like <laughs> we need to we need to pay people. We really want to pay people fairly. Just just pay a little bit of money. I agree with, uh, and I like that that uh, Aaron does. You know, buy a drink every once in a while. Because like when I play the venues at um, or when I set up shows at the clubs, it's really nice to help the bartenders to help everybody out because that's it's a, that's a community too. And uh, it's very I true. Don't don't drink a terrible amount either. But I usually always buy a drink as well, just uh, to to have something. And um, you know, I agree. Sometimes it's not even always the um, the venue themselves that's that's got you know not doing what they need to do, having water. Sometimes it's also like the staff that might not be very Could receptive. Be. And sometimes it's like you know, occasionally you go to a, there's a venue that might have like a like like shitty bouncers that are yeah yeah mean very to true. the uh, the actual performers or the audience or you know. Like they just like people that don't care about the sound guys. So yeah, I think keeping an idea, uh, like a list of of appropriate venues, receptive venues, is something that's pretty traditional. That's been going on since DIY shows began. You know what I mean? I think that's yeah. a great idea. I've been very fortunate with Terminally Chill to be able to do it at the Barbary, where people are absolutely lovely and super very kind cool. and receptive. And I I do report that coming back again. But uh, yeah, I don't think that there's anything controversial about what you said. I think that that's a big deal. And I mean, we're all performers uh, here, one... so I'm keen to, to know what, what Randy thinks as well. Um, but I don't think those are such crazy concepts, and, and, and I'm not trying to, like, shame anybody. That's for damn sure. No. But but if, if a venue sure is damn, if it's coming close to abusing their clientele, I think they need to be put on some kind of shit list. I see what you said, though, A. Greg. You're right. There are a lot of times that we don't have a lot of options. 
exactly. Not really sure what to Maybe do in that situation. Correct. Maybe Pacific Plaza Alex would have some be- some good advice. Um, yeah. You have a you are talking into the side of your mic instead of the front, sir. That's why we're having trouble Hello? hearing you. There we go. Oh, I think it's because it's probably because I keep moving my head around like that. Yeah, I'll stop it's doing okay. that. Both both sides of you are your good side, but if you you know you got to stick that right right. Yeah, in the you microphone right over here though. <laughs> I got you. I got you. What do you say I we go it. ahead and bring on our our guest? Are you ready? Oh. Yeah, man, please, let's bring on Randy. All right, guys, the moment you've been waiting for, let's bring on 3D Blast. Go ahead and unmute yourself, buddy. I did. Guys, Very cool. Me. Let me turn you hey, up. Guys. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm quiet now? I'm really here. I turned you oh, down because I had Chris turned up so, mm-hmm. so high. Go ahead, let her rip. What do you think about what we had to say? Oh, God. You, you played know, a lot of shows. I was totally, I was listening. Um... So much. I was listening to it. And what you guys said was so true. Uh, what were we talking about? I don't know, man. I think that it's not... A, I don't think it's a bridge too far to to pay the cover and buy the drinks oh. so that your friends get paid. Maybe well, yeah, it, you know, it depends on how big, like, how small are these shows. Obviously, true. If, like, your five Obviously bucks we're is, talking like, about half of the money they're going to make anyways, yeah. I don't know. You're, you guys have friends show up to your shows? This concept is foreign to me. So <laughs> A few of them. And that's why like, I feel kind of bad because the people that do show up, I love them. I want to hug them. I want to buy them all a drink for getting their butts out of their seat and getting to a venue on a night that may not be you know, convenient. Because like, I get it. I'm an introvert. I like to stay at home. But then I'm like, but can you pay to get in too? Because like, these kids got to get paid. I yeah, don't I think it's a... Diff- the difference on our views is that I, yeah, I'm not necessarily a nightlife guy, so I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, you guys are talking about Wait a buying. Minute. Are drinks, you saying not... you don't go out to shows, Randy? No, unless it's like a show, like if it's like a like a concert, but like small shows around here, I don't know anybody or anything. Don't don't tell me don't tell me you're like Christ and you don't like live music. No, I do like live music, but like I don't. It's just got to be good, huh? I don't have any like indie friends that I really care to go see. I used to hang out with a pop punk band back in like 2013 and that was what? really fun yeah what <laughs> yeah that was a really fun summer shouts out shown nuisance they're long broken up but still it was a really good summer uh, and that's okay. the closest I've been to like DIY I mean like I've been to a few and I've, you know, paid the whatever. So what you're saying is there's no vaporwave shows in Detroit. Not, not really, not anything Damn. regular or anything I'm going to or being or people or or ones I'm playing where people are like, bro, can I get in? Right. <laughs> I no. mean, I don't know. I'm very I always much feel... online guy. Is that if that's not obvious? Well, I mean, you know, you got that Denon, right? That um, <laughs> aren't you the one that put Frank Javsi on? Yeah, I'd say yeah. so. I think. Have so. you ever seen their decks before, Chris? A uh, Randy's? Yes, the, the ones that yeah. Randy and I, that Frank. I, I've seen them in live streams before. There's been like a live stream or two where they've had the camera on the on the decks, and yeah, and well, Randy actually has converted me to like getting to wanting to get Denon as my next deck if yeah, I ever have to get nice. a, like a, a standalone set. Like I saw, I he convinced me because of uh, all the fun little accoutrements that come with them. Yeah. 
I mean, at the end of the day, you are primed for for live performances. I think that um, but, you know, Andy is definitely primed for live. The days of using the word shows prime. not happening in Detroit are numbered. Yeah, using the word prime is very funny. There, if you're a Dead End fan, you get you get what that means. Yeah, those Sorry. are the, the products. I'm glad you prime. picked up on that. Prime. Hey. I'm not. I'm not a big Denon guy, but but you know, I would be lying if I said I hadn't looked into them because as soon as I saw what Frank Javsey was packing, like, oh man, I hope nobody clips that. But anyways, uh, it was like what a year ago in um, in, in Long Beach. I was like, that is the strangest set of DJ decks I've ever seen. It's like battery powered. The mm-hmm. the platters are like extremely small. You don't have to have any sort of USB stick. It's oh. just. Yeah, you don't have. Yeah, if you have an internal, if you, you have can, it all internal, you you. Sh- I I do personally. Okay. But. Well, it seemed to me that he, I guess, just <laughs> he might it have an. In- I don't know. He might have an internal thing or an external thing hooked up in the back. Um, yeah, I think I, I I I'm familiar with Pioneer. Obviously, that's what I had at home. I had like an all-in-one system, one of the cheaper ones, just to practice. I had the RX one, and then. Oh, sick. Uh, after Econ, everyone the Econ one, everyone was like, "This is the, this is it, the live show boom." Right. And I played the show in Chicago, and I brought my decks, and I had to, like, you know, check them on a bus. Damn. Oh, like, no. Right, that's fine. And then Damn, I, you took the I, bus, bro? It was weird. They were like, we're paying for travel, and most of the people that do it travel by bus. And I was like, okay. Shit. Um, so I was like, what? again, it was just Detroit. It, it was a bad idea. Anyways. Um, but I, I remember being like, well, I can't move with this. I can't take a train with these. Right. And so I was like, I'd rather go smaller than go bigger. And so I invested in the Prime Go, and I was like, <laughs> yo, these kind of fucking... It, it's like a briefcase. True. It's really cool. And it does the same thing. Like, fuck it. I don't know. Quiz wants to know where you got that big sticker in the back. It's a, it's a flag. He knows that. Shut up, Quiz. Yeah, come on, Quiz. <laughs> quiz is one of our regulars. We, we love cool. Quiz. We stand Quiz and hot takes. This is the best. I was supposed to go see uh, The Color of Pomegranates with Quiz last night, and then I got stuck in New York because I didn't realize. I forgot it was 9-11 yesterday. Oh, and it was like impossible to. I definitely don't want my episode to, talk of the, to spend time talking about Quiz. You know what? Okay, um, so. No 9-11. No so we'd rather, you'd rather talk about <laughs> yeah, we can talk about 9-11, but not quiz. Fair All enough. Right. <laughs> All right. All right. So, wait. light oh, wait. up the chat hold, hold, with okay. questions for Randy and Chris. Wait. All right, Randy. Yo. You yeah, go ahead and start your, your deep digging. All right. So, Randy. No, I just want to ask. I just want to ask. So, did you, you know, you, you, you know, I wasn't able to attend the tape swap, but from what I saw, the footage I saw, seems like that you were tearing it down, you were leading everybody in your patented new Twitch dance stream, which is sweeping the nation right now. If you guys haven't seen the side-to-side dance, you want to get on that now because it's only a matter of time before it's the next Macarena and people are just doing it in the stands (laughs) of all sporting events for the rest of the year. Speaking of quiz, we've got to give him credit. He's him and Maddie were leading the charge. Oh, really? Side-to-side dance, the back and forth. Wow, amazing. Some real ones right there. So... Did you have what? Yeah. So true. Yeah. <laughs> um. So while he's roboting out, I'll just ask, how do you feel about that? That, that it's kind of roboting out. Oh shit. Oh, hold on, Chris. Cool. Ba- he's back. Is he back? Well, actually, right. hold on. I, I am, but I'm gonna have to grab my charger for the computer. So just talk for five seconds. I think that's why I'm roboting. Hold on one second. 
that could be. Um, what, what just about, about I just want to know time? how do you feel about the fact that it's blowing up? So I guess for con- should we give context if yes. anyone doesn't know? Um, basically, a, a lot of future funk artists and vapors. I guess they're all future funk and me. Um, right. We're commissioned by Riot Games to do songs for League of Legends, okay. and one of my tracks specifically got a lot of love. Weirdly, I actually did and, not uh, know that part of it. That is sick. Yeah, it, it got a lot. I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I follow them. I just they posted a lot about my track specifically. They posted like every other day with like a gif with the song. Or again, they did the dance track. Somebody on that team is a big 3D Blast fan. I mean, I hope so. <laughs> so did you use any sample-based material for those commissioned nope. tracks? None of it. None. I, I imagine that would probably be a little bit scary. To... You couldn't. You Obviously, you couldn't. The whole point of those oh, is they they're supposed you to be like... Got you. Yeah. You, the, the whole point is they're supposed to be like creator-friendly, right? So For sure. You couldn't. Um, uh, th- I'm trying to think... like. There are small things that I've kind of s- snuck in there, right? That were like, uh, I get they're not sa- like, I didn't inoffensive, sample, like, a track, unobtrusive but, tidbits. Yeah, but like certain, I, I asked about like, can I use? Because I was like, well, you know, my whole thing is like little video game samples, like little yeah, just little sound effects bit, here and there. Yeah, and they were like, mm, probably shouldn't, and I was like, all right, fair enough. Damn. Um. There's a there's a there's a few really small subtle ones that I did, um, which is Always why pushing the envelope, which is why side to side specifically I tried to make them myself, which is why That's a lot of people cool. I think one of the the best thing I heard about that song was like oh what did you sample for the vocals because they sound cool yeah I asked like, you that on the phone that I asked you on the phone one day and I was like that like, well, didn't none. Me. That's me, baby. I made them sound that's like they were. Crazy. That's crazy. It sounds so much like you ripped that from some obscure, like, I don't even know, like 70s or early yeah, the 80s. Yeah, skip to my loops or something. Skip to my yeah, loops. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah. man. So, you know, um, what do you think about the idea of at some point, not now, but maybe eventually, like, translating, like, a 3D Blast live show? I mean, you've done the tape swap, you know. Yeah, for real. It went down very well. Would you ever can? Would you like think about that in the future? Well, what do you mean? Just like a live show or live like live set? Like a like, whole live like a live setup, a live show, a live setup. I mean, for live stuff. And you know, you do see things like oh come on, am I I'm here? Good. Right? You do see things like you know what happened last weekend, right? With that pop up in L A. Oh okay, never mind. Sorry. Remember I the pop up in L A. Yeah. With that, that uh, Young Bay's, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, little team sponsor. Yeah, bro, but... don't you want to open for Young Bay? Yeah. Well, uh, oh, yes. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, of course he does. But, like, the thing that I had sponsored, that George and, and Bay yeah, and, and you group were in, like, the big rooms. But then they had that little sh- the showcase for people like Mir and Fiber and Discoholic um, and Pad. And there was, like, a showcase room. It's almost like sort of. You know, sort of, I, I I hate to use this word, but we're going to use it, and it's going to be taken out of context, but for grooming a new, a newer, a new Ooh, group. Hey, no, I love that. <laughs> I know. I knew you guys were going to like Reedy that Blast one. admitted to grooming on hot takes. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing is, like, that's how you 
do it, right, is like you you sort of introduce people to some other people that that might be up and comers that might be on the on the on the precipice of of doing more live events. So, like, but what you know, would you be interested in that sort of thing too? Well, I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, again, I've. I am comfortable behind decks. You guys know that. I mean, I've played URL shows. All my sets are live. I'm actually mixing. I actually know how to... Oh, no, yeah. Randy's the real deal. (laughs) Not, you know, not to throw anyone else, but, like, you know, I actually... Well, anyone else, you're just uh, talking about how how damn good you are. (laughs) uh, I've seen your work. It's it's very impressive. Come on. I mean, you make your own music, too. That shit's hard. yeah, like... I, the tape swap wasn't like, oh, I finally did it. It was like, yeah. Uh, well, so so you know. that's why I was surprised when you said that, like, you don't play a lot of shows or go to a lot of DIY yeah. shows. Like, you're you're a really good DJ. Like, that surprises me. And I remember well, tuning into some live stream, I don't know, it was a long time ago, and you were talking about how, you know, when you get paid to do gigs, like... You just never know what they want. You were talking about how you did one gig off of Spotify one time because nobody liked what you had prepared or something. I don't know. Yeah, well, like, so, yeah, paid gigs that are, like, party gigs are soul-crushing. And, like, maybe yeah, if they you're are. the they kind are. of guy, if you, if you can are. do that for money, cool. I, you like, know, like, if I had, if I, yeah, stuff like that is cool. Um, there's been a lot of moments where I've been misled to be like, is it like that? And they go like, no, we want to hear like dance music and house uh-huh. music. And they don't know what those words meant. And then they get there. And yeah, I, I definitely played a show for like 400 bucks just off Spotify. And um, <laughs> nice. But also so crushing. But still they're, nice. they're, they're bad. Yeah. Again, I, I haven't played a, um, a bunch. I played a few good ones, you know. Um, oh, just somebody. Yeah. Somebody had a good question about your your song, um, Groovy. He wanted to know if you were not even allowed to use sample packs for the song that you made. They didn't. They didn't specify that. Um, it's it's probably like a hush hush thing. We I, I definitely did. I mean, I didn't. I didn't. I, I, just drum loops and hits, and even the okay. loops were very subtle. Um, gotcha. I didn't use like any. You know, sample. I. I those creation kits no are always. Flipping. I didn't use chords, bass lines, and usually just drum hits and maybe yeah. a loop somewhere, like a hi hat loop, but not even. I don't even know. Fair. Hmm. I fill. I definitely used a certain fill that is recognizable in there. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the one thing I think about with. Um... You know, doing these with live events and stuff like that is like, well, what's the, you know, it's working on, you know, your presentation of everything, but also like what's the visual aspect going to be? I think it's the one thing that everybody needs to start thinking about who wants to start doing the live gigs is how are you going to, are you going to have visuals? Are you going to have lights? How are you going to organize your sets? Things like that. I don't know. Like, I feel like you could, uh, you could, you could do that. You could do that. I, yeah, but it was funny. I so, like, tell. I always, my favorite part of all this has always been that it's like hyper online, and it's very funny to be instantly be like, "Well, now, now that you're maybe getting fans, like now it's time to go on the road." It's like mm. you don't have to go on the road. It's true, you can totally be on the internet. That's that's honestly makes the most sense for the genre. But at the end of the day, um, you know, it's 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 a thing. That's an option. You know what I mean? Well, Nowadays, sure. Which and- is why you know New York is fun and right. You know, given the opportunities, if they work out. But we've talked about this before. We're like a lot of opportunities are just kind of yeah. 
you leave in the red and you're like, well, yeah. I don't really. Well, again, I, when yeah. I could just do something online, I don't, you're really, not wrong. I don't I agree. really care. And I think that what I what I what we talked about too one time was I said that it makes more sense with like, you know, I would never do like straightforward tours either. Like I I don't know if that makes sense enough. I don't even know. I, I mean, it doesn't make sense. I guess it, everything makes sense if you want to think about it. But like for me, I agree. With, I think we talked about the idea of like. You know the sort of like gathering convention style sort of ideas for a, mm-hmm. a vaporwave live thing. Like, no, you don't really need to be touring like traditional bands, and that seems very difficult to do and almost uh, untenable for most of us. True. But the idea of like every few months or so there's some sort of convention, some sort of gathering where people come together, and then people, you know, there are live performances at it. There are maybe not even just live performances, but maybe some sort of like art pieces associated with it, or it's like a whole interactive yeah. sort of thing, like I a convention, it. like a like a con. You know what I mean? Exactly. I think that is what we should be aiming for. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I think so. Obviously, like it's it's a, there's a reason why like. Nobody will see you play in your hometown, but like, you you have a crowd in econ. It's because yeah, yeah, real shit. You have a thousand fans, and they all want to see you live, but only two of them are in my city, and two of them yeah. are in LA, and two of them, you know, but they're all over the place. But you bring enough from the one location, you got you got a fucking mob. You treat like a celebrity for a weekend. So like, right. I'm not itching to go fucking play to an empty bar. Like, you no. play enough shows, you scratch. No, I'm not itching. Yeah, like I don't want to be like I'm not itching to be like a touring, you know, musician person. And I, I don't, you know, that doesn't. It's not anything that terribly appeals to me. But like maybe once in a while doing specific things, so that, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And when sure. doing those things, kind of setting up a whole, you know, you know, whole thing where it would be fun. You know. Well, obviously, know. like you can, you know, take you can plan them and take your vacation. Because again, a lot of us, you know, still work and stuff. Maybe. Yeah, and uh, um, you know, money's always an issue. Taking work mm-hmm. off, taking vacations, and people have sure. family—it's—it's it's, it's not as easy just to be like, yeah, for sure, I'm coming to LA for the week. I don't know, right? I mean, I I have yeah. yet to fly for a gig. I mean, I've driven the furthest I think I did. I went to Davis. It was like an eight. How'd you get to New York? Drive. You drive to New York? Okay, well, yeah, technically. Oh, oh. I, I technically I that was a gig I guess <laughs> so no okay yeah, well, I, I, yeah I guess it wasn't yeah yeah no that's okay I guess play? I didn't think of that one yeah and boy those those decks were something else man um, quiz <laughs> quiz has a question for you actually uh, wants to know as someone who doesn't really play R- IRL actively do you practice DJing at home I probably should more but I definitely practice if I have gigs I definitely do rehearse a bit um and the way i function is very much like casual competitive friendly competition almost so like if someone else i know i'm hanging out with is like "Ooh, i've been working on music or "Ooh, i've been djing or like "Ooh, i just went to this show or like i'll go see a show because some i do i have gone to see shows and i'll just be like fuck i should probably do something and so I'll usually like, yeah. So when you go to a show and you see like a really good DJ, you're just like, "Fuck, I gotta Fuck. be better." Yeah, I, and it'll I influence my production That's too. Good. So I'll be like, that is I good. Make, yeah, being inspired. Um, I, yeah. I mean, again, I guess I should practice more. But at the same time, I weirdly I feel like the more I get like into one, like let's say my prime go, the less I would feel comfortable on like pioneer decks. Yeah. So I like I, I like to keep my stuff simple because I'm not necessarily pl- like playing with like my own setup. So I purposely kind of 
like to make mixes and stuff that flows and, and moves very simply without a lot of effects, without yeah, a lot same. of tricks. Mainly I don't, just I don't use and effects. loops, I think. I don't use effects unless you I've got to, like... I, I just said mainly just cues and just loops. Just cues and loops, gotcha. And yeah, filter, I don't use I effects guess. unless I'm, like, going to radically change into a whole other mood and I need to just go whoosh. Yeah, you know, yeah. the old smoke and mirrors really trick. Talk. Yeah. Hey, I, I don't really practice either, and, um, because... Uh, Man, I, that's, I don't that's play enough to practice. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Lux, I'm constantly practicing. It's time and energy. It gets I, old. Like, I get it. Well, no, 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 that's just... good. That's why you're really good, Isaac. Oh, you're, you're too kind, <laughs> that's man. I mean, really that's how good. I get good, is just doing stuff a lot. I used to play a bit more regularly with a friend of mine who just plays with me for, front, for fun. He's nice. just like my, he's my back-to-back like partner. Like back-to-backs, nice. Yeah. And we'll usually just, we might, we used to like stream every other month. We'll like, just do like hour-long sets and switch off. And his name is Anthony, slash, shouts out, whatever his alias is at the moment. And Mask, or, I don't know. He doesn't play this live. Sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's but he's got a family over COVID. He he started a family, and obviously COVID. So it's been a while since we've like been able to like mix. Plus, he's a, a bit farther away from me now. So it's like, uh, that was when we would plan on being like, oh, come over, we'll set everything up, blah blah blah, and that was fun. But uh, it's a little different, a little harder now. I don't have many like DJ friends in uh, quote real life. Do you live in uh, a house or an apartment? Live in a house. Thank okay, thank well, God. That, that's that's yeah. the one thing, man. <laughs> Ever since I moved into a house, it's like fucking finally I can actually have yeah. some low end, you know, while yes. I'm practicing. Oh, oh yes. I yeah, can practice yeah. past nice, right? PM, you know. I live in a townhouse. Yeah, I live in mm-hmm. a townhouse and it's like I the, the, the townhouse next to me, nobody lives in it. They've been like trying to refurbish that place forever, so I just I can do it around. Don't lie, you raise that as I want as well. Yeah. Oh, so there's a question from MP3 Neptune, and I'm going to get to that in oh, a second. Yeah, I actually yeah, thank want to you. go back to that question. But uh, also, but I do just want to say, last thing I'll say about the live show is I just, I just want to, one day, I, I want to see like a 3D blast show, with, like a big screen behind them with like uh, bouncing 3D letters in the blues. And you just want to see me play Terminally Chill. I get it. I, oh, of course I want that, but I actually want okay, like, you know you how had, to like, rock a crowd, uh, man. Come on. You know, like, like one of those big visual setups behind you where you have like custom visuals and like you see like the blues and the reds it's all mm-hmm. playing around together and then like sop on the screen side to side and then like it just goes into all the other there's so much lore associated with 3d blast and all your streams it would just be really fun to for like a real like honest to goodness like 3d blast audio visual experience you know what i mean like because you have so much to work with it would be so fun couldn't you you say this you'd say this about any artist right you could be like i would would yeah exactly i will say um and I know the well, you're one question. of our artists. You know, you're from our world, right. and that's why I would say that. Like, and all, you do make like party music, like, man. Well, that's you make thing. party music too. Say, it would this be does fun. play into Neptune's question. I'm pretty sure you're about to bring up about like the styles changing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know what I'm um, talking about? Is that playing? Yeah, you got an OG my new fan playing my newer stuff in New York for the first time. Uh, I was like, damn, this stuff kind of fucking hits <laughs> like dude it, it does maybe man. Your see shit is you or Fantacat play some of your stuff at some of like the you know some occasionally a terminally chill mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i mean one hell, of my favorite awesome. things to do is use my fault at the end of a set like when you feel You're the saying, energy level but... winding down bam my fault well that's the thing it's like even here to stay is less like banger i mean it's it's fun i play some of that stuff like it's cool some of it's like slower a lot of it's like 90 to 100 
Um, but like specifically like Drenched and like the new Dan Mason remix in the sea where I'm like uh, leaning more towards that like Genesis-y attitude-y like yeah. almost new Jackie swingy, not quite. You do a lot like, with your drums. Yeah. that your, your percussion, I guess I should say. Yeah. The, I always say it's got a hell of a rhythm section. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you really know how to make it hit with the or percussion like, especially. That stuff, you know. I didn't expect. I mean, I guess I've just never heard it in a crowd, and it was really, really, really cool. Right? Yeah, that's awesome, man. It's fun. It's fun. In addressing MP3 Neptune's question, do you feel like your newer work hits harder than your older work? I mean, just I've gotten a lot. I think a lot better. Um, The old stuff is so again. It's it's plunderphonicy, a lot more so. Even what's funny is that even in my very, very, very first stuff. You can hear that it's like Genesis kind of drums and like kind of adding my own stuff over top of it, which comes yeah. in way later. But, but like honestly, when I made my first stuff, I honestly thought Vaporwave was supposed to be like lazy and like almost simple. Um, can be. I think that's that's just fine like... too. <laughs> right? Well, yeah. It can but definitely like I... be kind and of that's fine. Down. And that doesn't just, you know, the, the I don't really ever even qualify Vaporwave. I, you know, I know what you're saying, like the idea of thinking it. Well, it's lazy. That that also is kind of cool too. You know, that's cool too. You know what I mean? So of course. Well, yeah, but sure. Um, no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> my newer stuff, I think, I definitely like. I've learned. A, I, I I'm still learning. I don't think I'm done. Obviously, I don't think anyone should think that. Um, but it's definitely gotten a lot better. I definitely feel a lot more comfortable making a song that sounds good, loud. I think. I hope. Um. You know, you know, just... music production in general, it, it is always it's a constant journey, and it's just trying. You know, you should always be just trying to figure out who you are through it, and it always starts some way and kind of changes as we change and begin to understand ourselves better. You know. Yeah. You know. Uh. So. Yeah. There, there's. It's. Uh. It's definitely moved. The the the. You can definitely hear it, and you can hear what gets brought in from the last album into the new one. Right. And so like. You can see where that goes, I think. Here I think there's always been a bit of an irreverence with your music, and it, it's it's funny that you you have such a like a the Sonic the Hedgehog thing because he's always just kind of like he was the cool bad. He wasn't exactly. bad, but you know he's, he was like, oh Mario's so straight and like family it's friendly. An attitude. Sonic the Hedgehog that, has the attitude, you know. That's always it. That's my music has an attitude, but almost in this, it's no, it's, it's weirdly sarcastic. Yes, where it's it just is. like it pokes fun. It's not comedy, obviously. I don't make music ironically, but it's like true. Um, a lot of there's an irreverence in it. It's yeah, not yeah. called, you know, it's not comedy. There's an irreverence that happens in it because there's an irreverence in you, and so that is seen in the music as well. But there's also sincerity too. Mario That's the other thing shy. too. It's Unlike like you have the irreverence, but it's with the sincerity, and so it's like it's a picture of who you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I mean again, a big influence, no surprise, is like Hideki Naganuma, right? Jet Set Radio, yeah. where you're listening yeah. to um, music where it's going, I'm not blah blah, it's you, Nemo, Nemo, and it's like, what is this shit? But it's, <laughs> it's great, you know, I don't know if that got picked I didn't know up they over used Disney, to melt I on so. Jet Set Radio. No, but, I yeah, get what you're saying. Like Jet Set Radio music is like. You know, like, uh, I, I like it. I like it. I don't like it. Not all. Like, stuff like, like all those vocal samples yeah. are very funny. True. Um, yeah. 
We got a backlog of questions I got to drop. Go for it. Uh, somebody asked, what are your schedule habits slash time management habits for creating slash working on projects? I think that was Strip Silence that asked that. Um, I'm terrible at it. Uh, I have a bad habit of like, I need to fucking just do it or else it's so hard to get back into it. You know, I have like eight work in progresses right now. That I, I, I will go back, open the project, listen to it, and be like, all right, cool, cool, cool. And then be like, yeah, I'll get to it. And then, like, you know, just kind of don't. But, like, really solid ideas that I really want to expand. Yeah. Um, scheduling stuff is really hard. This is why, like, I need that, like, safe competition. I need to hear Dan Mason tell me he's working on a new album for me to come in and be like, you're right, you're right, you're right. I got right. to get to work, you know? Or like, Nano needs some help with a new level. <laughs> I wish I had any dev skill to help, but I don't. <laughs> that, but honestly, that even just held. not necessarily even just music, but like yeah, seeing him work, seeing everybody work, seeing everybody be like, oh, new music, right? I have to do this, this, and that. Um, that when helps. Somebody has like a like a yeah. sick drop, and you're just like, all right, got to get back on my. No, game. I feel the same way. Yeah. Sometimes, definitely, I'll hear like a sample and be like, I could definitely lose myself. People who watched my stream knew the other day when like. So we just heard a really cool song, and I just put like I was like ending my stream, and I was like, I'll work on this for twenty minutes, and I ended right. up streaming an extra two hours just because I was like, you talking about free <laughs> really? samples, moving it, yeah. It, is that part yeah. of why you do free samples just to kind of keep the creative juices yeah, flowing? Yeah, for sure. Because there's been some had, beautiful things that have come out of that. A lot, a lot. I've taken a few songs and made them full songs. Like my fault is is a hundred percent. It is a song Dan Mason made and a song I made for free samples. Oh, that's very both. cool. And there's a one. There's a Sev track. Uh, I yeah, block he, he, is, mm -hmm, he is, I played it. I played it at uh, the tape swap because it yeah. hits really fucking hard. Free so, samples is nuts. Free there's samples, a song, man. the latest episode. We've been on a hiatus for that show, and for those that don't know, we usually just take a mystery sample. It can be any, literally anything, a song normally, and we have just three hours to flip it into a, you know, any way you want. You know, it's a vaporwave scene, so we get a lot of that. Um, yeah. and so the the newest episode, I've been going back into that project and like, I don't know it, it, if people that know it, and it ended very George Clantony, like very like, I don't know, a very like, like really, yeah, yeah. And I was like, hmm, I should, you know, I was kind of singing over it live, but I was like, I don't have enough time to like record or write, so I've been going back. So you know, I think I'm gonna try to finish that i th i think lux was watching that stream i, I yeah, feel like i yeah, remember I yeah the uh the singing yeah. <laughs> it's good i mean it's fun i i like did subtle vocals to like harmonize with one of the samples we were using and that was i think it sounded good so i want to cool. do more hell yeah mm -hmm. dog all right we got another one um you just got booked for the gathering of the juggalos how are you preparing what are you playing thanks quiz Okay, let's see. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I would finish my remix of Cotton Eye Joe. That would go no. over well. I please yeah, say it ain't so. <laughs> I wanted to. F I I had one. I was like, I think I want to finish this for New York. Oh my god! But I yeah. never did, and I thought it'd be really funny. It um, would. It would be funny. I got I got cold feet because I wasn't sure what setup we were gonna have, and I didn't want to make something. Of course, Lux wants to hear it. <laughs> I thought I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. I thought I showed it to her. Um, I wasn't sure what our setup was going to be, so I didn't want to do a part. 
I really wanted to get people to sing it. I really wanted to get on oh, mic yeah. and be like, yeah. sing like, you know, you know? Um, but I wasn't sure what our setup was going to be. And yeah. I could have done it, but I just got kind of got cold feet. Like, I don't want to make this and be in the same spot we were the first year, which was kind of dinky and be really stupid. But uh, Damn. it was good this year. Maybe I'll finish it. Nice. All right. So, Randy, when did you start getting into making music? When did I? Yeah. Uh, 2006. Oh. A friend of a neighbor what? who was always into music, too, comes over. He's about, he's a few years older than me, maybe two, three years. And he was always, like, our families are friends with their family. He came over and installed the FL Studio demo. And Damn. <laughs> I always, funny enough, it might even start earlier than that. Because I remember we had, like, a music class in, like, fifth grade. And being yeah. like, here's what you have to play. And just like before we would start or after, we'd kind of have like little free things where we'd warm up or just dink around with little xylophones. And I just remember being like, I'm going to play something. Like, I don't want to. I'm making up a thing on there. And uh, just, I don't know. Just that carrying over into like making music 2006 and literally never Making leaving the NFL. Yeah. So even just like in the fifth grade music class, being like, oh, putting sounds together is fun. Mm-hmm. Right. Is I want to freestyle and make my own. Yeah, 100%. You know, some people pick up a paintbrush and are like, I really enjoy paint, you know, the way, you know, the, the sensation of moving these colors around with a, a tool. You know what I mean? Funny Something enough, very I used to draw too. To I wasn't oh, really? Bad, really? But I, I used to like, I'll always sketch. Like, again, it's not, none of it was ever really good. A lot of it was just, like, oh, you're uh, holding tail- out on us. You're saying I mean, fifth, the grade, Blast fifth grade Patreon, drawings, aren't you? Were, were they like a lot of were, were they like a lot of stuff like Sonic holding tails and tails is pregnant? Kissing, and... yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, a lot the, of, di- lot of diaper stuff, stuff for sure. It. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In sixth grade, my neighbor brought over this diaper and I put it on. Never mind. Um... You know, Male Tears <laughs> is a huge Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> fan as well. You familiar with Male Tears? Yeah. yeah, I've heard the name and I've yeah. heard this specifically mentioned. I don't think we really have communicated. Well, you guys are kind of indifferent. You make completely different music. Um, anyways, I love sending cursed Sonic imagery to uh, to James as often mm-hmm. as I can. Okay. So, anyways, okay. Sorry. What? <laughs> okay. So, all right. So now we know. So you, you know, you kind of really enjoy using the fruit, the, the FL Studio demo. You decide you want to keep pursuing it. How do you figure out what your sound is? I'm gonna take a wild guess and maybe say that you maybe started off maybe maybe hip hop beats first, something like that, possibly. So I'm trying to think. I, I grew up on new grounds, so a lot of oh, early. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you're familiar with yeah. one yeah. click song. Yeah, you know how I'm cursed and like you know everything I say shouldn't be said out loud. It's all Newgrounds' fault. Uh, yep, um, that makes so much sense. And the audio portal uh-huh. is like the first place uh-huh. I was. Like, I remember, like, yeah, I, I was an audio portal guy, like day one. Mm. Not that I have any notoriety there. I don't think I ever there, went but, to the audio portal. What is there? I mean, huge, like, so many good artists, like that. That actually became people, like. Some of my most coveted love like follows on Twitter because I put a lot of meaning behind who follows me on Twitter. Uh, there are Hell two yeah. artists. One is Waterflame, who you might know from the Castle Crashers soundtrack. Did a lot of the music. Oh yeah. From that. Okay. And the other one is Paragon X9, who was also on the Castle Crashers soundtrack. But just these are Newgrounds Audio Portal legends. 
mm-hmm. and just used to make just badass music and they both follow me and I was like that's so cool. That I don't, know, really I don't cool. even I don't really know how they did but it's just really fucking cool. I love their both music is amazing. What kind of music um, do they make? Is it like Monster Cat chiptune type stuff or So, yeah, this is this kind of throws back to what I like started making like very video game inspired music. I always I wanted to make music for video games kind of, but then I mean, I guess I still do, I guess, but uh, I always loved the way Waterflame did, like, almost, like, orchestral mixed with, like, chip tuny stuff mixed with, like, electronic. Like, it was very, like, this, tro- this trio of stuff mixed together. Interesting. Um, and it was uh, really good. And that's what, if you go to my band camp, the very first album is called The Meaning Of. That is the last thing I put out under my old alias before I switched to 3D Blast back in 2013, 14, or whatever. And that was the kind of music I was making, which was like chip tuny, electronic-y. Yeah. That's very cool. Honestly, I love how many people in the scene are influenced by video game OSTs. Super under art form. So many. Do you have any favorites? Video game OSTs? Yes. Loads. I mean, come on. You want to give me a top three real quick? Top three video game OSTs? I mean, you start with Sonic 3 and Knuckles. All right. Obviously, like, every level is perfectly matched. Every song is amazing. And then, like, you bring in, like, Sonic Mania. A lot of them are, like, got to be Sonic. Sonic Mania is another perfect one because you got the uh, the guy who did the music for that just remastered all the old Sonic music but then did his own stuff, and it's just perfectly CD-era, like, throwback-y... M- M1 kind of vibe, and then of oh, course... Oh, M1, interesting. Yeah, yeah. there is a lot of M1, sa- M1 <laughs> synthesizer sounds. It's those, oh, those, yeah. those cheesy horns and, like, just badass. And, of course, you got fucking Jet Set Radio's perfect. Of course. And Future's perfect. Um, Somebody just said Mega Man 2 in chat. Absolutely agree. I was never really a Mega Man guy. Me Not neither, but GB. Mega Man Not 2 is just... I mean, I listen to a lot of stuff, like... Every game I listen, I like listens to like soundtracks, like you know. Hell yeah, I listen to a few unironically, mostly JRPG stuff. Yeah, I was really into the uh, Fancy Star Online soundtrack I as well. I really wanted to get into that series. I guess I better give so it another good. whirl. So, yeah. were, was was music production and synthesizer music and sampling was this your first uh, instrument, or were you playing other instruments prior? So, I mean, I was in band in school, like fourth through high, like end of high school. I played I played the saxophone. So uh, that's cool. That's cool as fuck. Mm-hmm. Someone actually asked in chat if you played currently or have played any instruments. Yeah, I'm probably super rusty, but I do know how to play one, a saxophone. So let me ask you, what kind of music, so, you know, That's what cool. kind of music were you listening Shit. to before you even started making music? Was it a lot of video game soundtracks, or were there some other things? Is there some particular artist that uh, really doesn't, you wouldn't be able to tell listening to your music, but that, like, kind of, like, sets you off and, like, you know, I'd like to make music Um, So, early on, like, the first album I owned, I think, was Toxicity. By System of a Down. Oh, interesting. But like, I mean, I, it's a great album, but I don't necessarily know if it influenced my production. One, obviously I was into Toonami, right? And yeah, my older course. brother had a big, big fucking influence on my music taste. 
and we just had like a home computer again audio portal stuff early electronic um we got all the daft punk albums for christmas one year oh wow. um we had this thing called fantasy dance hits volume whatever oh, we had oh, wow. and it was all was like i i loved happy hardcore music and fucking <laughs> like these endless like you know like you know I guess simply the most obvious one would be like Cascadas type stuff. We went right, over this yeah. on stream with it. Yeah. Just like Anthem, Banger type stuff. Um, fucking that stuff rocks. And that was probably the first electronic music I really got into. Uh, Were you a fan of like the Monster Cat type stuff? Not really. I'm not, not, really not so a much. fan. I got you. I know what? what it sounds like. It sounds very cheesy now, I feel. Like. A little too commercially. Yeah, it definitely has gotten... They've kind of been... Yeah falling off um which isn't bad i'm not saying none of it's bad i'm not yeah you know. true but um i also got into like we, we grew up with like you know gorillas mf doom word word uh oh that'll do it yeah dre like a lot of like we had a lot of eminem but mainly like the dre produced stuff um and that stuff was always dope uh did you ever ever have like a nightcore like vocaloid phase <laughs> no definitely no. not did you ever have a dubstep phase? Um, my dubstep phase is probably like it's about as fresh as it was back then as it is now, where it's just kind of like word, word. I like a few select songs and a few select artists, and I follow them. Like I liked I liked Recess by Skrillex like a lot, and I listen to I listen to Skrillex and his singles every now and then, and when they're when they're cool. But I don't hell yeah I don't really I'm not like a bass head, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for real. I'm uh, I'm always uh, sometimes I, I find myself checking out dubstep pretty frequently, actually. <laughs> Not necessarily because it's my music of choice, but because I am interested in in learning production techniques, and I'm always looking at artists and music I don't necessarily gravitate to to sort of get get an idea of like how they do that and think about that. Yeah, it's not, a bad not idea. as easy as it looks. Uh, also, no. it's kind of, yeah, but I'm not gonna I'm not listening to it every day of my life. Right. But, you know, it's kind of an interesting thing to check out music that you don't nece- necessarily isn't what you make or isn't even close to it. But you never know. Like, you'll listen to that and be like, maybe I'll incorporate a little bit of this I this this one production oh, technique sure. that I heard them play or yeah. this one drum I heard them do. It's interesting, man. What do you listen to a lot most? Most of the time right now? Oh, for inspiration? Yeah, in general. Whatever. I mean, for inspiration... I'll, I'll do both. For inspiration, um, I literally probably just listened to the song Toxic Caves from Sonic Spinball and just be like, yeah, this is what all music should sound like. Um, <laughs> nice. I don't know if you know. If, if people know what it is, it's just check it out. gnarly, fucking groovy, fucking disgusting song. Um, <laughs> wow. Yes, yes, Lex, I like that telepath one. Um, it honestly bangs. But then, like, I i mean, again, I, I, I'm such a huge St. Pepsi stan. Like, I, I die for Hit Vibes is just perfect. And so, like, I'll just listen yeah. to that or Alive. And Alive his Alive 2020 and do what you, he does to that. I'm just I like, mean, it was like the first album that brought Vaporwave to the party. You know what I mean? You, to the club. Do you know that hit vibes was originally almost was almost released on airlines no maybe i did i don't know 
No, no, no. This is probably not really well known. That was almost released on airlines, that album, actually. In fact, uh, back way back in the day, and I still have all these messages in my little Facebook messenger <laughs> to prove it. Like, Ryan actually messaged me back in, like, 2013 or 14 or whatever. It was like, hey, you know, Airlines is my dream label. I'd really love to release on them. Do you think you could talk to them for me? Because that's what I was on at the time. And I said, absolutely. And I messaged the guy. I messaged Penny from Surfing. It was like, you know, there's the same Pepsi is really, this guy saying Pepsi is really picking up speed. He just did a Kickstarter and it did really well. And I think you guys should check this out and should consider releasing this album. And like Penny was like, well, you know, we're really not interested in that sound right now. And I said, all right, Damn. you sure about that? <laughs> The fucking well, I, uh, the I like I can't wave. believe, and uh, I told them, no, and no, I, I, the I will like wave. find. I'll, I'll bring up these messages at some point, and I'll be like, are you know this guy? He's like, I mean, this is really good stuff. He's got, like, it's, it's, it's very, very popular. You might want to consider releasing him. And they said no. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, I think they also what it could have should have. Uh, yeah, Lux is correct, and he didn't even know he was that at the time either. <laughs> like they, they didn't even know they were. Uh, but now they do. Now they get it. I love those guys, and I miss them. Uh, Quick outstanding but, uh, question anyway. from Chet. The same person who asked what instruments you played also wanted to know how did you develop the skill of writing your own melodies over samples? Mm. Uh, without sounding too annoying, I've, I, I'm, I've always been annoyingly like, I want to hum this over that and like, I've always, I always have shit stuck in my head, and I'm always like, it's always music all the time. And again, I think band class and stuff like that helps a lot. Word. Where you have just a, you know, I'm not really sure. It's one of those things where it's just kind of, it just comes up from, I don't know. You just, just kind of really did it one day, it. huh? Yeah, you're just kind of doing it from the beginning. I mean, I wasn't always sampling, Fair. but yeah. Another person asked if you and your family were all into the same music growing up. Um, kind of. Um, we definitely splinter off as we got older. Um, but I think I'd say so. We all have a lot in common. Like that, you know, Daft Punk never left us. Um, a lot of we loved, uh, like you know, all the the early Kanye yeah. never never left never left any yeah. of us. Uh, System of a Down never left any of us. We all weirdly gotcha. got into um, pop punk scene music late, at least for me. And so we're all still very much into, like, the early Fall Out Boy, the early really? Pegasus Disco, the early... Um, oh, that's Michael funny. Girl. You I didn't pick know that. that shit up and, like, well, that's like a That's like a little, be, like, go-to album right for now. you then, huh? How can, fun. Yeah. What an interesting thing. That's an interesting thing. Well, it probably maybe it informs a little bit about like your your appreciation of melody. You know what I mean, and humming yeah. along things, or just yeah. just music that hits. I was talking to Neptune. On, we were talking about it on Discord one night, and we were. It's just my. So obviously, I make electronic music and everything. And most of the stuff I listen to is electronic and electronic. And I DJ and blah, blah blah house music, blah blah blah. My actual favorite album of all time, I think, is the most perfect album ever made. Is Panic at the Disco's Pretty Odd. No way. That's this is the kind of content that I crave. That's so stuff. fun. The other, other hot wow. take is that um, Fall Out Boy is good and has only gotten better. Bruh. It's Damn. only gotten better. You heard it on hot I, takes. 
I I never really listened to either of them that much. I'm I'm admittedly any you know, of that music a bro. bit I mean, older. You probably didn't either. I was not into it. I, I mean, never listened to any of that music. I would never um, but I was like, got old. Not for me. No, I'm not. Even, I'm not trash talking. No, I, no, I, I'm I not got, saying you are. When I, I got, just, you know. no, no, no. When I got older, like I kind of like. So I listened to a lot of, and so did Isaac. Probably a lot of that. Um, you know, the more of the indie tinged emo before it like blew the pre two thousand one stuff. And I never really listened to a lot of the, the pop punk emo stuff. And as yeah. I got older, I got older, and I'm like, you know what? Let me check this out. And it's hummable. It's fun. It's a different vibe completely than what I was used to, but it's fun stuff. It's you know what I mean? It's anthemic. It's fun stuff. It's be, it's well, spoke to a lot of people, and you know, yeah. it's influenced a lot of people. And I can appreciate that. And obviously, oh. look at you. You're right interesting very interesting extraordinary music and you're a little bit informed by those by some of the pop punk hooks maybe you know almost maybe. unconsciously maybe um, maybe if you, if you listen like if you listen to pretty odd it's not really even pop punky which is funny is that's why it, like it's heavily like beatles inspired which i'm a big beatles fan okay and it's okay. it is full of oh, i horns, love the beatles horns and strings and these like these word loops that like wrap around each other and just like throwback nostalgic tracks and like it is it is very it is so per it's such a warm album every what every is this album again what's it called again pretty odd this i'm listening to this it tomorrow <laughs> it is tank of the disco's sophomore album after uh. their huge hit obviously with i write sins not tragedies mm -hmm. and it is just not what I don't think it's what anyone thought. I think they got a lot of shit for it when it came out. Uh -huh. Yeah, um, it, it definitely obviously now was controversial. Now, nowadays, obviously, it's just it Brendan Urie and, and his pop, whatever they're making him sing over. I won't vouch Everyone for Modern Panic, him. but that second album, <laughs> fucking quiz, so good. Are you a fan of ska well, music? Interesting. I so ska music. I like ska music a lot. I couldn't tell you too many bands besides like Goldfinger and the only ska band that I can say I'm a fan of is like Aquabats. Okay, oh, even they don't really that's make, really funny. Really Aquabats is a very silly ska band. I mean, silly music. Yeah, yeah. a lot very silly. That's silly even for a ska band. It's like that's pretty True. silly. Exception. May I recommend less than Jake? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Go. I'm familiar with a lot of like the big ones, so, but. Uh, Different. Oh, I have two older brothers. The other older brother is really into Aquabats, and he's the one who kind of got me way more into them. He loves. He's like a diehard stan. We've got the full costume and everything. <laughs> no what? Way. Wow. But yeah, yeah. I, I sampled cool. Aquabats on uh on, on Here to Stay. No way. Oh yeah. At That's the right. end of Earth Worlder, it's like fly away with me. We don't have wings, but okay. together you, you, we can huh. fly. If I knew what I you was certainly do for. like to use a lot of interest samples is like that people maybe necessarily think could possibly be turned into a vaporwave song i feel like you pride yourself on that uh yeah it's very fun because i think people don't realize that like any in the same way that that chef from ratatouille is like anyone can cook it's like anything mm -hmm. can be slowed down bro I that's mean, what's beautiful about Christ, vaporwave. i mean there's nothing that's off limits oh yeah well that's real. that that's the important thing about the the movement in general is that it's like well anybody can start getting involved and do it this way if they would like to it's all fully the door is open you know what i mean and there's no one saying you can't do it that way and you should i think that needs to always be be part of this forever because, i mean not that it is I mean, some you could argue that that's what it is in general and 
that should never be discouraged. You know what I mean? There are some moments in songs that are just vapor wavy that you don't even realize. Correct. Like yeah. true. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. saying you have to pick a whole fucking song and slow it down, but like the hook of a Boston song, like you, I can hear like, oh shit, hold on, let me slow that down. That's right. cool. Um, not yeah, necessarily. Dude, I haven't really cool. done that, but like, like some examples were like, um, I've used like Ariana Grande, I've used Sugar Ray, uh, I've just used my friend's old like punk band. Nice. Um, yeah. Big Britney Spears is one that I've been working oh. on recently um oh, stuff wow. like, like there's there's a lot of contemporary stuff that's good it's true i mean my, my maybe my maybe my favorite honest or my honestly maybe my favorite artist actually is a uh, twin pines mall and that person really is like yeah i love twin pines mall it's maybe my favorite because i think that that guy has done exactly what randy's talking about constantly is like Hmm, this could be vaporwave. This can be vaporwave. This could be right. vaporwave. And well, like, it's, it's got like dozens and dozens of albums now, and, and it's always like something a, different. If you put some fun little synths, vaporwave the planet. My most popular song, beside before the League of Legends stuff happened, my most yeah, popular song. I love Twin Pines Mall. As long as Twin Pines Mall is making albums, vaporwave is alive. That's all I have to say. <laughs> True. What were uh, you saying, Randy? Before the League of Legends stuff, my most popular song, and I guess still kind of is is Beyond Nostalgia, which is the opening track to Iconic Bitch. Yeah, yeah. It is, it's oh, a, a it's a Smash Mouth sample. Yeah, it is. I think that's yeah, the one that Fantacat yeah. plays all the time. Maybe. Oh, it's so fun. It's really I, fun I, I could be confusing like for a different one, but I think it is. Songs, honestly. And it's just like, you know, I hit that the riff he used. I mean, maybe I've talked about it before, but like, literally, we I was at work with my friend. We, we worked together. We had a speaker on, and, it, and the, the sample... Came on it. It's uh, was it Pacific Coast Party by <laughs> by uh, whatever whatever I just said, uh, Smash Mouth, and there's like a string section in it, and he doesn't really know anything about future funk, but he like picks up what I talk about and like kind of teases me about it, and so he was like, "Oh, is this disco? Like, can you sample this?" And I said, "You know what? I'm gonna sample it, and I'm gonna put it on my album." As like Fuck a yeah. dare almost, and that was, and I just followed through. Good. And then you like toted it into work and showed it to him. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. And, Randy, know, put the right Fighting Island wants to know a uh, ways back. They wanted to know what makes you laugh. Mm, I don't know if you asked me this. Uh, Specifically, um, what makes you LOL? So much. I love comedy. Um, a fitting question. He, I, I love, like, makes me the stuff that makes me laugh the most is we always say that like yeah, quiz humor that punches. Yeah, give down. us the best example in chat. Humor that punches um, down. <laughs> it's like it's like ri- I always say it's like riff humor, right? But it's like, <laughs> uh, oh, okay. I did talk about this the other day with uh, somebody, but it was like it is. I am addicted to, like, moments of, like, not, I don't know how to phrase this. It's like, living in a moment in which whatever was just said was, like, taken as true, not as truth, but, like, fuck, I don't know how to, I don't know. Like, like, deadpan humor? It's more of just, Where like, people have to, like, ask small moments that are so fucking stupid. 
that like <laughs> yeah. even the thought of thinking it's funny is funny. <laughs> and it's like not totally absurdist, but it's like you know, this is why sometimes we'll like get in trouble or something by saying something that is so to me is so fucking so not true, so not something anybody should ever huh. really say or in a not that I'm like shocking. So like saying something not that you would never ever like unironically Obscure. mean. But it's and, like and that's why it's funny. Yeah, like to me like just the way well, it's worded would be like a way that makes it seem absurd. And, uh, yeah, but then to treat so it's like when something is absurd and then like a, an absurd thing is said and then it's treated as if it's like a serious thing for a minute or two. Where I, it's like, or like yeah, even for like a second. Silliness to happen. Yeah, like I don't even know. I can't even fucking. I can't really I mean, explain kind of it. A, you, I mean, humor is a lot like that's like a. I mean, it's a big thing with humor is the idea of like creating a supposition. Yeah, misdirection. That's kind of what it is. Like misdirection of reality into like this really stupid thing that is like clearly not reality. Like I don't know, man. You you have a Panera hat on right now because like I'm glad you finally noticed. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I didn't know, want I to say anything, for... but people in chat have brought it <laughs> well, up. Well, I remember, times. I remember the Twitch stream where, like, all of a sudden, people were just like, "Yeah, buy the Panera hat, Randy. It's a great investment." The, and I then have. Chris a... is like, "You'd be crazy not to buy the Panera hat." And there is an idea of something that's an absurd concept that's now being treated as like, "You're right. I, it would be, it would be crazy for me not to have a Panera hat. What have I been doing? Why haven't I had it before?" Let's crowdfund it. That kind of like a very silly, absurd. Re- reality that's treated as truth and it's like and now here you are and now you've got the panera hat this Funny is like enough, some fucking stupid shit from like two years ago or something <laughs> my like, google and that reminder, reality is still persisting it's so fucking silly my calendar on my phone had today as uh, the show tonight it was like it said like hot takes and it just said panera hat because john was like you have to wear it on the show and i was like yeah i have to remind myself or i'll forget and so today, uh, yeah. Blue, and yeah, and and then you'd be like, how embarrassing would it have been if you didn't have the Panera hat? Like, and well, now that's another Panera thing hat. that's really silly and ridiculous. Uh, go ahead, continue. Well, yes, it was, let's it, talk it about was, Panera it was, We were, it was, <laughs> we were watching that furry documentary on stream. I remember. I watched. And we got into like this I was weird on, like, furry, this furry guy who like wo- went to he like worked at Panera and wore like a Panera uniform, and then he would like walk around and be like, "This is my coworker," and I was like, "Oh, this sucks." And then we started like just looking at Panera merch because he had like, a little Panera hat. I'm like, how did he get that? And so yeah, we 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 were we like we gotta the, fucking get one. This rabbit hole of absurd system, you know what I mean? When when it's like when you start putting a lot of energy into something that is so dumb, like that becomes very funny. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, and without I mean, that's sounding, literally... I was gonna say without sounding like too pretentious, but like I do love like micro analyzing the the perfect phrase that is so fucking stupid that it's like there's a lot of moments when i'll be hanging out with someone and i'll just like we love word associating word association is huge like just if someone says something someone says it a little different and then we just keep going off that and we just go again it's hard to explain unless you see it but like you just live in those little moment to moments where like what if you said that instead what if I said that instead off that and that and that and that and that? And then it just gets to these moments where it just goes, this phrase is so stupid. Should should I tweet this? And everyone has to decide, like, does this make sense even out of context right. now? And it's like these these little... Like the other day when it was like, would you date a horse girl or a girl horse? <laughs> oh, I saw that like, tweet. It, it, it just came from like a <laughs> long so line funny. of riffings where we were just like, 
you know, I want to go to this country music thing. Oh, what if? Oh, there's too many horse girls there, and yeah, you could date. I don't know. We're just like, just this fucking huge. I don't even know. Lucid moments no. of. I don't know. Bro, you seem like you lost it on stream when Disco started hitting those stupid sound effects during the Keith set. That was really funny. I don't. No, I was hitting those. You were hitting those? For some reason, I thought it was Disco. No, he's not as funny as I am. Holy shit. I I thought that was. That was. I mean, I think that's. That's. Everyone's agreed that that that, <laughs> that you replace all like, of when you replace all of Keith's like pensive, highly organized like synthesizer textures with like, fucking stupid like so, cartoon so he sound has effects. The, he did his own edit that he did where it's like you know pussy pussy and he's doing that and so he's got that. I do but remember then we were that watching one. the live stream and I was just playing like cartoons. Yeah, there it is in chat. God, that's shit. I, I, I like it better when out. it's just. I like it. Yeah, I like it better when. Shout out Lux for showing that to me. I was not able to tune in live. It's really funny. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Um, Are you a I fan of stuff that's like so bad it's good? Not necessarily. I don't really like cringe. Really? Um, no. Not necessarily. It depends. I I... Sometimes it can be. It depends what it is. Like one of like my favorite videos of all times. I've never seen the room actually. Oh damn. What's your favorite video? What's the video you were going to talk about, though? Um, there's a, it, it's, it's, um, during the Gundam style craze, there's one called Spartan High School Style. Oh, I'm familiar with that. Yep. And every now Someone and then... Someone link it in chat. Every now and then, I will just tweet the link that I, any, if I, any version I can find. Spartan High School Style. And I'll just say, new song. And I've been doing that bit <laughs> I have been doing that. You could go back to my, my, like, artist uh facebook page and through my twitter and like maybe once a year it'll come up in conversation and i'll just go find it and i'll just tweet (laughs) new song and when are you gonna sample it bro it is so but that's a cringe that's That's like i I feel like it's too on the nose i think that that thing is good just existing as it's as this one small like strange world like what's really funny about those things too is like the combination of the low production value with the amateur editing and the sincerity that's the thing that makes it really funny is that people doing it it's not like they're trying to be cringy they are just trying to do something sincere right. actually and then like the and like the errors in that's the, the best part that's <laughs> what makes it so funny they you know i, I think there about, are moments like, though like, that you're like how do you not see that? I know. How like, did you miss that? Anybody watch this? The idea that this? they work. I gotta watch this video. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. So there was like, they, yeah, it's like the, you know, like someone had to take that footage and organize it and edit it and put hours into creating it. And you so can like, guess who when you watch of, the video. The, the girl in it, you can tell it was all probably her. Uh, <laughs> Damn. You know what I mean? And it's. I think the funny thing comes from the idea that like this is like like you had so much time. To like not to like look at this and be like you know what to not suck no 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 you were you were you were done you put it out there and uh, and here it is for the world to see oh man and it's you know the sincerity behind these things kind of is what makes them really funny too <laughs> do you know what I mean I I can't stand it when someone's just trying to like do a version of that and is like very self aware that they're doing a version of that and they're like gonna make it funny and like uh, no it's so much more funny when it's the, the person doesn't realize. You know the silliness that they're absolutely so much energy into because it's genuine 
It's yeah. so yeah. It's, like it's not manufactured comedy. It's just like something absurd happening organically. And it's you know, and it's like then you also see the people in these videos, and you're like, that person probably means something to somebody, but this is a weird inside joke. Yeah, I have yep. no clue <clears throat> that lunch lady. <laughs> yep, lunch lady. <laughs> it literally like it's just you know, and they they try to be like you know, you can you can hear the story in their heads when they, you watch the video and you go, I bet they were like, and we'll get all the teachers to do it, and they're gonna fucking love it, and everyone's gonna think we're so fucking cool, and they interview the football players, and they're just like. Yeah. Our nice school style. Like they don't give a yeah, nobody gives a fuck. It. <laughs> yeah. it is so good. Oh man. But then they are really like this shit. really into it. It's again, it's a some high school's parody of of Gangnam style and it's I mean, you know, the, the you know, the idea of like, you know, local television access TV is always like kind of a funny thing because of that, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, every once in a while I, I see something funny. online and I'm just like, man, is this like the best left field comedy like ever or is it someone that's just absolutely deranged like there's this one guy he keeps saying like he paints it all over his van and he's just like the spirit of god entered me same size (laughs) and he just (laughs) always have you seen that guy he has like he looks like something from tim and eric he's got these giant long bangs that he like combs down perfectly it's so strange like it's like outsider humor like Dax Flame, you, it's a, it's very hard to tell if he's a genius or if he's genuinely that weird. I don't know if anyone if you're familiar. I'm not, but I, mean, I guess old, I gotta check old him YouTube out. YouTube Dax Flame, he's like OG YouTube, like you should, 2006 or four. You, you should link it in like, the chat so well, all of, of these viewers of, can check my, it out. One of my favorite things to watch uh, that really amuses me is actually watching old episodes of America's Funniest People. So America's mm. not America's Funniest Home Videos. It's the spinoff show. America's Funniest People was. I think that when they made America's Funniest, I mean, Funniest Home Videos. I know what you're people, talking about. They just got access to video. People just got access to video cameras, right? For the first time, it was sort of. Oh like, no! More easily than that. So, like, what would happen is that I'm sure a lot of the things that America's Funniest Home Videos got on were like bloopers, right? But then there's like a mm. lot of other people who, for the first time, video themselves and they just be doing like stupid faces and be like bad impressions and then like really poorly edited comedy routines and um you know like you can't put that in america's funniest home videos so like what will we do with this i guess we'll do america's funniest people and it is just like the most embarrassingly stupid and uh, thing in the it world didn't <laughs> it didn't last but it's just it's so bad and it's so dated and it's really <laughs> really weird to watch and people being like you know, here, you know, like moving their faces around, doing goofy shit in front of a camera, and it getting broadcast. And the idea that this was broadcast on primetime television at like eight thirty p.m. Wow, on we a had major some growing network, pains, didn't we? Like, you would never even spend two seconds looking at this on a YouTube video or like a TikTok. You'd go right past it. But like, it's right. just funny that there was a time period when like the dumbest shit in the world, called, you know, by pe- with people with video cameras, was being broadcast on a major network on primetime, like to millions of people. That, it amuses me. I that, recommend that's the kind of shit people. I crave, man. And and I don't mean to sound like pretentious or anything, but I just I can't do a lot of the popular like comedy films. They just don't really do it for me. But that kind of like absurd like nonsense just. Well, uh, it's I just can't perfect. even think of the latest comedy film I've seen. Dude, yeah, I mean, I don't know. it's like, good stuff. It's just not for me, you know. Like, but the only, that's the, the kind of humor. Of that's the kind of content. Hot American Summer. That's a great, great. What hot American great, summer? Yeah. Um, to sum up my sense of humor, I think that that would be the one I would reference the most. Are, is are you what fam- hot American summer? 
Are you familiar with the the comedy troupe The State? That's what they're all. That's what all the people in that movie are derived from. I thought it was well Stella. Well, so Stella is, so the state predates that. The state was like, they had like nine or ten cast members. They are all basically friends from NYU who had a sketch comedy group. They were given a a sketch show on MTV called The State, which had everybody from, like all the big people from America and How American Summer were on that. So that includes both the Stella troupe and the Rio 911 people, right? They were all Hmm. in the same comedy group initially. And then they kind of entered off and did their own things. But... You should maybe check out the state. It's I, very I, I funny, might have and, to. but it, it has like eleven cast members. So picture like a combination of like the people from Stella, along with like the people from like Rio Nine One One and stuff, like all in the Dope. same group, basically. I'm definitely down. I'll yeah, check it out. it's interesting. Yeah, um, let me ask you a question, Randy. Okay. All right. What's uh? What's vaporwave? I don't know. I thought you knew. Um, no, I don't know. I I, I only have questions. <laughs> I'm asking this is, you. What this is, is why I've been rehearsing in case nobody here wants to talk to right, me. That's the most political answer. Uh, I kind of want to know. <laughs> what is vaporwave? What do yeah. I think? It, what do I tell people it is? What is it? Um, I think it is a fascination with a a nostalgia <laughs> that never existed, which is kind of the whole thing. Fair. Right? It's a nostalgic for a time that honestly never really happened. Like, it's the utopian version of the 80s that didn't happen, or yep. dystopian, or whatever you want to call it, or of any era you want to, you know. Um, but it's also weirdly not there, which is like where like the yeah. dreamy aspect comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's like the whole vibe of like the genre, I guess. Yeah, I think that's a really, uh, I think that's a fair answer, yeah. You can it's kind of good. put everything in that where it's always it's just like a fake fake nostalgia. Yeah, it's kind of that's kind of the vibe I like get. Like a reworked reality. Yeah, it's always just like it's An like un-reality. you're just lying about a story that you lying about a memory, embellishing a memory, lying about a memory or a daydream maybe or something mm-hmm. or yeah it's something that's promised. Well, I mean the other yeah. idea of something promised but never delivered, all that good. Right, right, right. True. So the that, that's what it is. I mean, to, to, that's what that's what that when I got into it. That's what it always was to me, and that's what I was presented to me, I guess. That's what I heard. People are saying um, it's gaslighting music. <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, gets harder and harder to define, doesn't it? Um, well... Or not. I don't know. <laughs> I'm also I, I think the, at its core, I'm, it's a remix art. It's a remix sure. art? Okay. Yeah. It's all about it's, it's remix music. right? Yeah. Well, that's what um, I always called it, recontextualization of ideas, emotions, and sounds. Mm-hmm. And, uh, true um again like you get you know harder to harder to define is like depends on how gatekeeper you want to get with it i'm very, very much true. of a purist where i think there's a very 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 specific sound um mm. that i think if you lose if you lose that part then i don't yeah. think it's necessarily vaporwave and there's definitely people who are guilty of it that i'm like mm. Mm. i don't think so anymore um <laughs> i definitely there's not many. It's not like I have to, like... I don't really care enough to fight or... You know, there are a lot of adjacent people. I understand how they, you know, are involved, but... Uh, right, like making music kind of in the pastiche of something that used to exist. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. All, like that vibe, I, I get that. But to me, there was always... There's always a... To me, it was always clear. I, I was always astounded when people are like, Oh, no, no, this is... Yeah, and I'm like, well, Did we listen to the same, like, people? I guess not. 
Maybe maybe I am just right. skewed, and I, I've listened to your St. Pepsi's, your Luxury Elites, your the Macintosh Plus, and like I listen to the all of Blank Banshee and Echo Jams and Farside Virtual, and and I heard Farside Virtual. Okay. Yeah, I heard all that these similarities. Yeah, yeah. the old Vectroid what, stuff. What's the, the what's the similarities then? It's just because like what's the similarities between Farside Virtual and St. Pepsi? <laughs> it's like this, <laughs> this kind of like cheesy cool moment, like right, cheesy uh, cool moment. Yeah, where it's like this. It is very cheesy, and like it's something that like you would show someone and be like, "This isn't cool," but then we like it for some reason. Right. Yeah, well, it's kind of kitschy. It's kind of campy. Like a, our side virtual is asking a lot of questions about like you know your place in the world and the anxiety of technology around you and at some point fair like, when does this become you know what, what you know the background music starts in your life starts to become insidious you know what i mean like, like things are starting to fall apart around you and there's a lot of tension and anxiety in, in a lot of paperweight music but like even obviously like they're different quote like subgenres. like you get hit vibes and like far side virtual but like there are moments of hit vibes that you can hear in Farside Virtual and almost like vice versa where there's like these little, you know, voice breaths or these little fragments of chops that you're like, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, you can hear these moments and, you know, there's slowed down stuff and, Bruh. you know, clips and stories that are told and... Slowed down stuff and clips. Slowed down stuff and clips. Yeah, that's what Vaporwave is. So, Quiz, I think, is, yeah, is wanting okay. to ask you, what makes your music Vaporwave? Um, I, I hold true to the sampling part of Vaporwave. I don't want to stop. Um, and if I did, like, for the Riot stuff, like, I wanted to at least keep that, like, tonal thing in there. With, like, you know, gotcha. you're just using at least the same things that they would use. Um, so you follow, like, a set of rules for how it's made. For sure. At least, for, That's I, fair. I understand I skew, and I'm not going to say it's like a purist ideology of it, but I definitely think that, like, if I'm tagging it, then, like, it's it's on purpose. So there there is right. the, that fake nostalgia aspect. There is, like, a story kind of aspect to it. There is a, uh, you know, I love the sampling aspect big. Mm -hmm. um, after... I forget which album. It must have been right before Iconic Bitch, or after, right before I started making Iconic Bitch. I vowed to never speed up or pitch up a sample ever again. Good man. And I haven't since. Yeah. I always like the idea of Vaporwave playing with reality. You know what I mean? Sort of like uh, you know, taking taking concepts and ideas and sounds and, and, and making them off and making them different and making people question. You know, I think that's what art's supposed to do at the end of the day anyway, is just take reality and show you a different way of looking at it. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. uh, I always like, that's kind of what I appreciate the most about all, all Vaporwave in general. Do you will, think you'll do a lot more original vocals since you've kind of broken that seal? Like, would you do um, like Dan Mason does? I mean, I wouldn't do what Dan Mason does, I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> Fair. But, you know... Um, Someone in yes chat asked. No. I would love to try. I I have to learn a lot more. Um, again, I've I've experimented with it. There's a few songs throughout my thing that like you can hear them, 
It's very like it's not usually like the forefront. I don't. There's not like a. I'm singing on a song. It's not like a uh, chorus melody kind of thing. Maybe some harmonization or like a short bit. Yeah, some sort of thing I've done. Um, but yeah, again, I'm experimenting with it. A lot of times I'll have a really good day where I'm really feeling it, and I'll write something and be like, "This is cool," and then I'm like, "All right, I have to write a second verse." And then I'll never, I can never really get back in that moment. Mm. But yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Very cool. Yeah. Interesting stuff. So, Vaporwave, is it, <laughs> um, <laughs> is, it, what are the thoughts? Do you, do you have, what do you think of all the, uh, like the things like the, the live stuff or the, uh, the playing out or the electronicons and such? What's your opinions about that? That's good. Should we continue I, to do that? I mean, it's really, I mean, of course it's good. You know, I, I, I'm not one of the ones who wants to keep this a secret. I think it's, it's kind long of to keep it a secret. I think the thing that's difficult about keeping it a secret is it's like it's such an active community that it's like yeah, you can't make it. It's not. It's all right. It's impossible to make something deeply mysterious if everybody just talks to each other. <laughs> like, right. Like, yeah. It's no longer mysterious anymore because everyone's a huge community where people exchange ideas, talk to each other, and know each other's names. So you know, in a perfect world, you would have like vaporwave be completely unknowable, but that's impossible, right? Mm-hmm. I think the sound is permeated enough to where enough people like uh, that nostalgia kind of vibe, where, whether it's original or not. Like, I, I mean, I'm also I don't I'm also not a pure. I don't think that like original vaporwave is like some sort of evil thing. I think it's definitely possible, and a lot of people succeed. A lot of people do succeed at it. Um, yeah, no, I like the the live stuff's good, is great. Um, I just think as long as we're all have the integrity of like not integrity. turning it into something different just to appease yeah. to, like someone else's Great. rule as long as we can all admit like desert feel in desert sands feels warm at night like we want that in a room we want to go see we want to close out the night with groceries we don't want to go see like we don't want this to turn into some weird pops music no and, we which do is not, not want that we no, but you're right. We do not. We, we also want it to remain with people and being controlled by people that care about it and are involved with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the worst thing you could do is like people that have nothing to do with the scene, have not invested their time and energy into creating this little world to kind of just come around, and like do their own thing and siphon. You know what I mean? I have yeah. no problem with the idea of people being very successful from the scene or having successful businesses based around the scene. So long as they are the ones who are involved in it and it's not, you know, somebody else who saw it and was like, let me do a little thing. Usually that doesn't last though. Let's make some money off these people to do a vaporwave thing without being involved in vaporwave. Cause there's so many strange, there's like, you know, vaporwave scene is coded with so many different hieroglyphics. It's very difficult to read it and to understand it and to be able to, to decipher what's going to work and what won't work, what's, what's, what's for your particular thing without becoming involved in it. Sometimes you see people who are not you know, interested in the, in, the, in the way of thought that most vaporwave people have, and they try and like join up and they try and do stuff, and they say, well, you know, you'll listen to this. You know, I'm a They're the ones that have like too. a purple, like a purple you know, tinge well, over yeah. their picture well, they just goes, have, like, this vaporwave? I find Personal- that a lot of... Well, I was in personally. I think you are allowed to misinterpret it for like two years, and then if yeah, you stick around, and then after that, it's like, all right, come on, man. 
Because yeah, I think everybody, exactly. I think I'm guilty of that. I think everybody who gets into it is kind of like, oh, what is it like? Spaced out letters and shitty slowed down right. music or whatever. And you go like, oh no, okay, I get it, I get it, I get it. But like, you have two years. <laughs> you like, heard it here. <laughs> you have two years to get to misinterpret it and to think you're doing something. To think that like, oh, I'm gonna come in here. I'm gonna show them that like. I'm like a guy from this other scene, and I can make vaporwave music too. Like I've seen that happen right. so many times, where people I, come into the scene and they're I like, think "Guys, wait should. a minute, get a load of me, and I'm gonna make you all think differently about this." And then like, and I kind of think you have to do that, or else, you know, you'll never get past it. Like literally, my first album yeah. is called Pioneer because it's literally me exploring it. Yeah. I'm like just being like, I, I don't know. I was really into That's it, cool. and I purposely was like, I'm just gonna go and see what I can do. Yeah, and a lot good. Of, uh, Specifically, I remember that like the most validation I got from those albums was uh, Scott from Atlantis. He was he liked it. I was like, okay, I think I think I'm in. I, I think, think I've done in. it. Yeah, <laughs> I, think I did. I think I cracked. Very it. cool. Scott yeah. Michael is probably one of the best like vaporwave like archaeologists or archivists. Yeah, I guess would be a better, more appropriate word. What a what a fabulously eccentric figure he is. Oh yeah. That's another thing about like vaporwave in general is you gotta like most people who get involved in it are ex- are eccentrics to some degree, you know what I mean? And uh, it's not it's not gonna you're probably not gonna last that long. <laughs> All right, Randy, if you could collaborate with anybody, who would it be? Um, let's see, anybody. See, I have a lot of different. There's different like tiers of like skeleton. List. Let's hear all the tears. Ooh, literal like- fantasy. Well, that goes without saying. Literal fantasy level, of course, would be like Daft Punk. I can't believe I haven't mentioned Disclosure, who's like probably Disclosure is badass. My favorite current artist. Fuck yeah, Disclosure. Currently making music and touring and all that. Disclosure is right now. Perfect. Um, Absolutely, I saw them in May. It's so just perfect. They're so good. They've been around for a lot longer than most people think, Mm -hmm. too. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, you know, Daft Punk, Disclosure, obviously a little very intimidating. I'd love to work with St. Pepsi. I mean, that'd be crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, just as a personal, again, I'm just such a huge fan. It even makes me like, we hung out obviously in New York, and like it still makes me like, I remember I think I I turned to Groovy Kaiju. We were hanging out, and like, love you know, we were guy. just hanging with Ryan, at, no big deal. Right. And I was just kind of like, how the fuck did I get here? Like, it's crazy how cool they are, too. He's such so a. So sweet. Absolutely. I'm just like, I think, am I friends with St. Pepsi? Like, did that happen? Like, go right. tell me, go tell myself that, like, five years, six years ago. Like, it's right. insane. Uh, <laughs> he played Carousel because of me. Oh, oh man. Played, that that's that's cool. Like, the man song. knows how to write a song. That he's is a killer. For fucking sure. And he's kind of always known how to do it. And that's a really weird thing, too. And that's like to be so young initially, too, and to like yeah. crack it so mm-hmm. young. That doesn't happen very often in sure the don't. music scene whatsoever. And so like, I always wonder about like the Thank you amount for of the pressure and responsibility noise. one must feel. Like, you know, you think about other successful artists, whether it be like george or dds and like man they were like they were like chipping away at this for like years and years and years and years before they kind of broke and like ryan like really catapulted quickly yeah yeah he did i'm very very successful very early and that's a tough thing to do when you're like 21 or 22 that is like to grow up and have to like deal with like managers and like Mm -hmm. touring and 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 pressure of like you know of working with a big label big big indie label that's like a Man, like, 
you know, people wonder things like, oh, how come he hasn't released a new thing yet? How come he's like, it's a lot of fucking pressure. Like, I know, no yeah. shit, right? <laughs> like, it's really like, like hard thing, yeah. to like, you know, to be in the eye of everybody for like the last ten years. You know, since I, you're like I a kid. Patiently wait. I, again, you waited how long after Hit Vibes until Prom King came out, and then, you know, it's good. It's it's. I I, I trust it. I don't care. I, I'm I'm also still content on his older material to be like. Yeah, I'll just keep listening to this on repeat. Like, I don't even... Right. Fucking <laughs> dicks, man. Fucking crap. Um, I, have, I mean, I have a list of, like, Killed people it. in the community that I would love to work with, obviously. But, you know, that's a long list. Um, it's hard. On the why. note of what you what just brought up hard? with Ryan, I... Quiz wants to know if you have any memorable meetings or interactions at Econ you want to talk about. I mean endless like, i know you had like a several hour epic econ recap broadcast so we did if you want to give us the and a tldr on that yeah um i have one okay well let's see um almost cried so you can show yourself in person for real like that that set same pepsi set was so good um meeting people specifically um i've been friends with nano shrine like since like since I got in, he's very much a contemporary. Love and we kind of got to hang out the first one, but not to this extent. So that was finally like, oh my god, thank god. We finally get to hang out, go to dinner, and do stuff. Same like, and Data Girl being like a newer addition into our like crew, and that was just Those are some incredibly be skilled people the coolest, right there. Like, so cool. Very cool. Perfect, very personable. Perfect people. I mean, Isaac, we had, we had dinner that one night, and that yeah. was... Again, that was so sick. That was lots of fun. Um, yeah. Really, really enjoyed the insight that you guys gave me. And, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking John just, is a, John mean, is just... <laughs> he's, he's a real person. He's a wild card. Oh, I love John. He's the best. <laughs> Thanks for the donation. He's so endlessly amusing and smart. I, yeah, like... The yeah, iconic you know, Data Girl in 3D Blast picture. The picture happened. The, the um, meme. Specifically... I had been talking with Groovy. Again, Groovy's one of the OG people I listened to when I first started. And we hung out a Love long, that. a very long time at, uh, at the actual event. Obviously, we Hanging hung out, out with Groovy swap. is so much fun. Just it's the positivity and just getting getting to hear all of their like their insight and their, their private mm. thoughts is, is a real treat. Yeah, you can hear him literally manipulate you during the conversation because he's so smart. He's already learned <laughs> he this, all these tricks. But then you he'll drop a him. wild card and be like, hey, what's your favorite food? <laughs> and be like, who do you hate? And I'm like, now we're talking <laughs> my language. Are you lulling me into a false sense of security, sir? Yeah, he groomed hate? me. He groomed the shit out of me. Groomed me. You got to hang out with my buddy, Fanta Cat, as well, a little bit, right? A little bit. She danced to the... I just played Attention by New Jeans. I mean, I knew... You know, I guess I assumed she'd be there. Mm. And I was shown that song from my friend, Alex, who actually didn't get to be there for my set. And I played it because I was like, Alex is going to be there. Plus, I love yeah. this song. And I was like, oh, yeah, because then I saw Fanta Cat post something about it on her Instagram. She was dancing to it. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I played it. And here she runs up and does the whole choreography to it. And I was like, yeah, fucking sick. Badass dancer. <laughs> very, very intelligent. Oh, good. Very skilled. And she can dance, too. Mm-hmm. Amazing yep. person at Fantacat. I mean, another Econ 3 moment, obviously. I did. I actually was on an Econ 3 stage. Me and Dan had shared our, our running shout-out uh, tradition. 
he shouted me out on every econ stage during his song right before he plays wishful thinking oh which is yeah very cool yeah that that was a tearjerker of a set oh man dan very glad i got to be there for that yeah i think one of the underrated moments of econ was like me our like airbnb crew like we never took a picture together we never like oh damn we're like hey guys we have a few of those videos i took the first night but like man that is such a I, I i left new york was just like i love i have a, like my friends are so cool yeah they're so no they're shit, so right? much better than everyone else's friend it's crazy <laughs> it's just like wow you guys are real and you're thousands of miles away from where you uh, actually how about belong. the fact was that the thing about this whole thing is like you would never you know none of us would know each other without mm-hmm. it isn't that crazy are we the new scene it's that good. celebrates itself we are the yes. thing that celebrates itself. <laughs> well, so uh, tough question for you. If you could change anything about the way the scene operates, what would it be? God, I could have, I could have went for a riff there, and I, I was scared. I'm scared that I almost went for it too. Um, <laughs> let's see. I got the air horns ready. Go That's for it. Right no, it's not. It's not a good riff. Uh, um, oh, I'll put the flames away then. <laughs> Quiz knows. Wednesday knows exactly where I was going to go with that. <laughs> if I could change something um, about Tina's run, hmm. I don't know. I don't necessarily have a... I mean, it's asking a lot, right? Like, I don't know. What's what's wrong with it, really? Um, How would you, you improve know? Vaporwave? Um, I think... Oh God, I don't know. It's pretty good. Like, what? Oh, this good. is. Yeah, I would close down Pacific Plaza. Yeah, for sure. I would close down all the labels. <laughs> um, right. Eliminate Maddie. Yeah. No more physicals. Thing. Um, God, that's a good question. We'll come back. I'm to sure it. I have like hot takes here and there about certain maybe people or things, but like. I'm having a good time. Maybe <laughs> I'm just off the, I'm still pain. riding off the fumes of New York, but it's I mean I uh Is it fair to say that Vaporwave is here to stay? Here to stay. I I, I think my only thing is I think like sometimes it'll get away from itself a little bit too much that I'm com- yeah. more comfortable like admitting that I don't like this, so I'm like that's not what? I don't like you know, like But uh I mean, it's just yeah. art, right? It's all subjective. It's okay to dislike something. It's okay to right. loudly proclaim that you dislike something. Nobody's getting hurt. It's just opinions, <laughs> well, man. I mean, for yes, like, they are around, getting hurt. I mean, listen, for being around now 10 years, like, as far as getting, or, or longer than that, sorry, like, as far as getting away from itself, I mean, it clearly doesn't get too far away from itself. You know what I mean? Like, it's 12 years, and it's like, it's still not too far away from itself. Well, yeah, like it's like a, it's like a pizza. Like, what if what if you opened a pizza place and then ten years later you were serving like apple pie and you're like, well, it's a fucking pie still, and you're like, yeah, but you know what I meant, you know what yeah, I but, want. But you might have the original yeah, pie and then also metaphor. different versions of the pie with multiple ingredients, different sizes. Sometimes there's a personal pie that's for smaller, and then there's a really big pie. That you you got to make a, a vegan pie. There's different different like things. Maybe you've expanded the building, you've changed the decorations a little bit. Still the same thing, but still the same owners. Well, I'm just saying, maybe if the if the the pie is a little, I'm like, okay, well, a little, it went a little too far for my liking. Well, that, okay, but don't order that one. There's other ones on the menu, no. right? 
Well, you asked me what I'd change. You want him to <laughs> stop, don't you? Obviously, again, like it's nothing to like really write home about. But there are just moments when I'm just like, oh, um, I don't really think so. But whatever. <laughs> what well, would you like? Okay. What would you like to hear more of? Um, you know, we can keep it positive here on hot takes. I, I know it's it's very funny for me to be like quote purist, and then for like my purist view to be like fucking VHS. No more break more, more like VHSy future funk. Yeah, like it's very right. funny for because I feel like that was a time where people were like, "That's too far, man." You right. Know? Mm-hmm. And so it's very funny for that Broke to be my wave. version of like, go back to the roots. Mm-hmm. You can um, never go back to anything ever well, again once it happens. For the most part, like everything has to continue to keep moving, or else it sometimes I said that if sometimes things remain the same as they were several years ago, it might not still be around. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It might just have been absorbed into another movement. I will say that, like, even like my Ooh, own taste that's is probably one, like super dated. I don't keep up with it as I should, so it might even be fun. Like, I don't know. I, this is you know. Lux says, really "Let's have... go back to Keith's collective era future funk." Though I co-sign For real, that. Though. Hey, I hello. co-sign that hard. Hello. And obviously, I dick write him super hard. Nice. But the new cyan blue is like the newest future funk that I'll fuck with. Other uh, than that, I really miss Keith's collective, uh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got oh, you're man. wrong. Future Come Funk on, is great. Man. And honestly, the producers are That's getting good shit. very creative. and very. There's a lot of cool people making it these days that are trying very hard to do interesting things and are really sharpening their teeth and making some very cool music, in my opinion, within that world. And I think it's. I always think you're just so silly for being like, you don't need to listen to Future Funk. I, think I agree. Silly. Because I might be picky, I like but I agree working with very you. hard to try and do different things and still stay true to the ideas, sounds, and concepts. <laughs> Think I love are really doing interesting stuff. I love just you know dance music in general. So like even as far as like even even when here's the thing even when like stuff like gets away from itself a little too far doesn't mean it's bad. And I'm not true. saying it's bad music because a lot of it's like okay. Is this future funk anymore? I don't know. It's still fucking good. Right. Like whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, whatever you want to call this, like. I understand what like where it's from. Um, again, I'm not even really a purist when I produce stuff either. But like, uh, same with like vaporwave. If it gets a little too, you know, when you just have like ambient music that's like, oh, it's vaporwave. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I, I what feel about that. It? It's just that's ambient, like... right? Isn't that just ambient? I've listened yeah, to a lot of the Dream right? Catalog comps, and I'm like, this sounds like Tim Hecker or Alluvium. Like, mm-hmm. which again is like, I fuck all right. with it. Maybe it's uh, in, like, the same theme. So I Quiz guess has, like, a billion exactly. questions he wants me to ask it, you. Lightning it. Quiz wants lightning to know <laughs> what you think about Barber Beats, and he wants you to name drop some some artists that are Vaporwave that you like from the past two to three years. Shout um, out Quiz for the good questions. About, I have never heard of a, a Barber Beats release in my life, and I'm not even kidding. I, don't, I barely know what it is. I think it's got something to do with it. I mean, I admit it on the last stream. I'm not crazy about it, but, you know, it's not bad. Yeah. I like got something to do with haircuts for men, and that and can't be good. I I, um, I wish I was as open minded as you as you are, Chris. Well, I'm not going to miss out on anything, and I love <laughs> that about you. That's my whole thing. I'm not going to miss out on anything. I will never get to the point uh, where someone's I, like, "You sound like you're old." I promise, but you know, I, I love it. I love every subgenre of vaporwave and all the Nascent vaporwave offshoots 
whether that be Barber Beats, whether that be Dream Punk, whether that be Slush Wave, whether that be Future I'm sure Punk, there's some phenomenal Barber Jam, Beats. I just Signal Waves, yeah. all that stuff. I am like always just really excited about all the different things that people do under the umbrella or next to the umbrella, I guess. Uh, it's always interesting <laughs> to me. There's always something to learn. Next there's something the interesting umbrella. going on. Absolutely. Next all right, the second part of that question? Yeah, name drop some artists from the past two to three years that you fuck with. From from the past two to three years, yeah, Ugh. new vaporwave artists. Oh God, I don't even know <laughs> if I've listened to any. Oh, oh man, two to three years—that was what 2019. Yes, Come on, sir. man! I listened to a new release from like oh boy. Besides Cyan, like I at a cer- after a certain point, the only music I kept up with in the scene is just people I knew. I got you. Like well, guys, you the best way for Randy to discover your music is to be friends with him. It's Go not, on his stream, not wrong. jump in his, uh, right. jump yeah, in his fair. after calls, turn your mic way fucking loud. Oh, he'll yeah. never forget you. Not hey, no joke. I li- did listen to the new Cyan, listen to Discoholic, the new Christ, the new Dan. Like, I'm there. You go. There you go. You're you're up on the, the yeah. Top you of the you listen to the the Doom Trip compilation and everything, right? That's true. God, yeah. Hey, there must be somebody. And so I was like, I, I was very honored because it, I was very honored because Randy was like, yo, your song of the Doom Chip compilation yeah, is thick. That and I was like, was I didn't? I'm, I'm no, not. You left me on rep for like a month. I, <laughs> you don't understand that that's like what I do. Days, man. <laughs> I, I don't mean anything by it, but like, you're I, busy. I, I it's just kind of like a running. Well, yeah, I, Randy, point. I would never intentionally be I trying know, to slight you. I, I please please do not think so and that goes for everybody whoever sends me messages you guys like you don't even understand like people don't get respond isaac can tell isaac can vouch for this it takes me like days sometimes weeks to get back to people but it doesn't mean i don't love you but i get a lot of messages and i'm not really a cu- i can't handle all the talking okay so rude dog 04 has a pretty yeah. pretty good one that kind of dovetails off of that what is the next? I can't believe you were. I, I'm so sad. I please, Randy, do not be offended by that. I wasn't actually that. mad. No, I figured. You I was. Fine. Okay. Okay. Four. What is the next vaporwave <laughs> subgenre that is underrated in the scene today? Oh, we have to work on tumblewave as a unit. We have to. Yes, get we do. Wave. Shout uh, out in the. We have GMX to get it radio. We have to go hard, and that's my fault. Uh, you know, no one else to blame but me, really. But man, we have to do that again. It's so good. Anything. I hate country music, and Tumblewave is the is the future. If you can make it work, I applaud you. Hey, we did the we did the compilation, and we kind of we kind of were like, here it is, and we fucked off. There's a few. Can you people. briefly describe what Tumblewave is for Fighting Island? Tumblewave is country vaporwave, and there's two oh kinds. There's the night and the day. You have the day, which is like open fields, plains, prairies. That's going to be your more right. ambient stuff, your more echo jammy stuff. Then you have the nightlife, right? You got casinos, wow. bull riding. You got fucking, you know, wow. rooms, tootin' okay. saloons. That's going to be your That's going to be your stuff. That's oh, gonna, boy. That's, yeah, I mean, we we're making vaporwave about... You know, Rude solar power balloons. and that yeah. sort of thing. Climate change. The, why not? Uh, plastic cactus. This is tumblewave compilation. That's, That's our very like. Cool. Yeah, we coined that term. How we long ago first... did you do that? Because people in term... chat are saying it's been in brown for a minute. We coined that term in like twenty sixteen. Wasn't it? Wow. <laughs> Educate me, please. Um, we're like, we were just jokingly around and we we're like, um, here, I have the link. Here it is. That's Someone a good point. Yeah. Mesh, Someone Mesh should drop some tumble wave. He'd be great at it. Um, 
And it was the artist, you know, a replica federation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we were in. It was an old 3D cast, and he was on. We used to be buds back at the, again back in the day. Yeah. And we were talking about a. Uh, it's the, the first track is literally like that conversation where just like it's uh I don't know it's country vaporwave uh, and he goes tumble wave. And we're all like, <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's the one. Also, shout out 3D Cast, the original vaporwave podcast. Yeah, dead as a doornail, baby. Let's bring yeah. that back. Fuck funny net. Damn, fuck funny net. You heard it on hot takes, and I didn't even have to say it. Wow. Speaking of which, we're almost done, guys. We got about five minutes till we got to wrap up. We like to give you the floor to shout out anyone you want, promote anything you want, and just say anything you want. Awesome. Um. All right. So I stream right now. We're streaming Thursday mornings and Sunday mornings. Uh, I call it the third best live stream. Um, it's kind of a hang. Um, we just hang out. Um, sometimes I'll ask for Twitter questions or Twitter uh, submissions, and or just like, hey, we're gonna do. I want everyone's favorite this, or take a picture of this, and we'll then we'll go through it and talk about it. It's ten at ten a.m. in the morning, and uh, it's very fun. I've been streaming every other, you know, randomly throughout the week, so maybe some bonus stuff. But Sick. yeah, definitely want to do. Uh, 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 twitch.tv slash 3D underscore blast. Very this cool. This is my Twitch. You just follow that. Um, very Some good. crazy characters in that chat. Definitely worth Yeah, you can see a lot of through. familiar faces either watching or showing up. We just hung out with Lux the other day. She was arguing with us about One Hit Wonders, Cyan Blue, Discoholic, Christ, you know, oh, the, the usuals. Uh, should, be this, should be Thursday. Oh, Thursday? Ooh. I think Thursday we're going to... If I don't get to something sooner, I think Thursday we're definitely going to review the uh, Groove Continental videos. Oh, I, I, I don't know how you have the energy to stream that often. I've got respect. Um, Because uh, it's fun. It is. Honestly, just I just have, I have, I've been having a blast. Um, a I'm, 3D blast? I took a, I, I, 3D blast. I've... Uh, LMAO. I was very nervous to do the first episode because I was like, will people fucking watch? And they did. And so I've kept, I've, we've been keep going. There you go. We've been keep going. If that's not a statement, I don't know what is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we literally we did one. We were trying to do a whole like, is this vaporwave argument? And I had a ton I remember of submissions. clips from that. That was fun. Well, here's the thing. I had a ton of submissions, and then I was like, oh hey, by the way, I added a thing where you can like queue up your own videos. And then we just derailed, and I didn't look at a single one, and we just uh, watched uh, one-hit wonders for the hey, rest. That's of time. that's how you know it's good, though, man. When you just it's, get on hey, something and keep it rolling. That's yeah. what I, that's yeah. So it's good. Sick. Anything yeah, else you uh, want to shout out or promote, dog? Listen to my music, please, for the love of Christ. Um Love of John. You can check it out on Spotify, 3D Blast at Bandcamp.com, 3D Space Blast. Huge songs. The two newest songs of the League of Legends Commission. Very dope. Mwah. Side to side. Court mm-hmm. walk. Check out check out everything. Check out music here to stay. Uh yeah, I have a, you know, we can, we'll have to do a part two. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I'm definitely yeah, we don't have to say goodbye. It's not Thursday. over. For sure. It's in the morning. A lot of people, again, I was... Wait, it's in the morning? Cool. What time? Was, it's at 10 a.m. Uh, never, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was skeptical of who'd show up, but a lot of people were like, fuck it. I'm, at uh, I'm always so jealous. I'm at work, and I'm like, god damn it. This looks like so much fun. It's, it's a fun time. I'm surprised people show up. Half the time, Lux is like, I'm at Target. Right. 
<laughs> I'm returning something. I, I've got to tune in. Can't miss a moment. She does that in real um, life, y'all. Stands at the front of every show. She does. I'm trying to think of anything else. Um, yeah, I think just the stream is is in general. Um, again, if you if you're here for about funny net, I know we didn't necessarily talk about it. It is still on hiatus. Um, unfortunately, schedules changed. Uh, we all still like each other. Don't worry. Um, just shit happens. Same with free samples. We don't know. Schedule's up in the air. This is why I'm doing stuff in the morning now. Um, I don't want to start anything and then have it change later. So Super it might fair. be a while. <clears throat> but that's. I think that's got to be it. Support anything your local else? 3D Blast. Please. Please. Thanks for having me on, honestly. I've oh, man. Waiting, it, it was a long waiting. time. It was overdue. It was, uh, listen, everybody's over. You won't here, respond though. to my fucking DM. It was Chris's idea. It's not DM was a compliment about my song too. I know. I was like, <laughs> "Yo, cool," and you were just like, "I don't give a fuck." That's right, man. I, I really hope people don't think the same way that you do about this. I leave, it takes me a long time to get back to people sometimes. No, uh, it's 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 all fine. Uh, yeah, thanks, and thanks everyone in the chat. It means a lot. Yeah, um, thank you honestly, guys. Like I'm. Any questions you actually have for me that like aren't covered on like you can show up in my chat and just ask it, ask it, and I'm, I will fucking answer it. So yeah, hell yeah, 3D blast everybody. Chris, you wanna you wanna go? Uh, sure. Yeah, do it. Uh, this Friday I will be DJing in Brooklyn at Nostalgia Salon. And you should come. I will play a bunch of fun music. It will be a fun, good time in uh, old New York City on Friday night from, I think, 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. Here are some ticket links for that if you like. <laughs> you should definitely stop by because, man, how fun is it to go to a vaporwave dance party? It's going to be full of fun weirdos. You'll make friends. You'll dance. I'll say hi to you. It'll be a very beautiful time. You've got to go. I mean, it's so fun. And this is like, this party gets pretty packed, so like, you're going to want to check it out. It's so fun. Come to New York City, specifically Jealous. Brooklyn, and the you can look at that link for more information. It's going to be at 314 uh, Shoal Street and Brooklyn, New York City. New York, New York. It's a hell of a time when Skeleton Lipstick is DJing there. So do that. Uh, aside from that, got uh, the Doom Trip compilation. There's a song on that. You can, of course, go purchase my vinyl record, Close the Melts from Needle Juice Records. And then also you can go get the Ambient, Melodic Ambient album, Polymath Vampire from Business Casual. And uh, got a new album. It's pretty much done. Um, this is now the fourth time I've rewritten and I've written an album. And so I've scrapped the first three that I've written. And this one will be the good one. And I'm still going to call it Kingdom of Death. And it should be pretty good. And uh, let me just organize it in that and then sending it off to the label. So that Can't wait good. to hear it. Yeah, it's if a, you're gonna scrap gonna, a whole yeah. album and then redo it from the ground I've up, it's gotta three be three albums now, sir. <laughs> Correction, there are three albums I've scrapped before this one. Yeah, but I wasn't running a podcast with you during the other ones. You, well, you were probably running the podcast. I mean, it's been working out for like two and a half years. I'm just joking. So. <laughs> I still can't wait to hear it. Oh, thank you. 
Uh, that's good. Oh, you could talk about the vapor space thing. For sure. So we got coming up, not this weekend, but next weekend in St. Louis, Missouri, Terminally Hot. Thrown by, of course, very dear friend of the show, Vapor Space St. Louis. That's Ronnie and uh, Sound Market. So Sound Market's not on the bill, but of course he's going to be there. Uh, it is Saturday, September 24, at 9.30 p.m. Eastern at Platypus in St. Louis, Missouri, featuring myself, Dr. Chris, Tuwa, and Stack Overflow. So get on down to St. Louis if you want to see us, if you want to see the, the, the Hot Takes Boys IRL. About to start working on that set. Very, very excited about what I'm cooking up. Um, other than that, uh, the same weekend, we got uh, Latin All-Stars featuring oh, Luxury yeah. Elite. All right. The 23rd, 24th, and 25th of September at Vapor Memories, probably Twitch and YouTube. Latin All-Stars, of course, Lux is an ambassador. And what we're doing for that event is actually a DJ set by me. I mixed what? a bunch of Luxes. Yeah, it was yes. actually something I did a long time ago. Uh, she sent a bunch of her favorite songs from her favorite albums, and I mixed them together into one continuous 30-minute set, and that's going to be premiering awesome. the night of the 23rd, which I believe is a Friday night on Latin All-Stars at Vapor Memories, Twitch, and uh, YouTube. Very excited about that. Other than that, um, uh, just wrapped up some sets at a local psych fest. Very cool. Lots of lo-fi house music, and I opened for Aurograph a couple weeks ago as well. Great guy. Loved hanging out with Aurograph. Um, and um, putting something very, very special together. If any of y'all have been following us on socials, you've seen the little clips I got of uh, various former guests with their uh, opinions and, and statements. And so putting something special together uh, with all that. But that's besides that's besides the other more high-priority stuff. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. I think that covers it all. We're so excited that we got to spend the evening with you, Randy. Thank, thank you for you. bringing your personality to Hot Takes. Um, we will see you guys in two weeks. That's Monday, uh, September 26th at the regular time, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific with Drink Your Tears in two weeks. Oh. Hell yeah. <laughs> guys, thank you so much, as always. And if you feel led, don't be afraid to hit that donate button. And if they are live, we're going to raid Nano Shrine. Yes! Everybody, Woo! have a good night and don't wait, wait, go anywhere. Nano, he's making a game about me. We didn't even talk about it. We oh, didn't talk shit, about Randy Blaster. What Randy the fuck? Blaster he's working yeah. on? So if you guys oh, want to see Randy Blaster 3D IRL, just stick around for a few minutes and have a good night. Good night. How fun. Raid has been created. He's doing it. He's doing it. 14, 20, ooh, okay. Edit this part out of the VOD. Yeah, we'll edit this out. <laughs> All right, we're just going to raid now, and good night, everybody.